Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. We are all about tips, tricks and news, and we've got it all for you this week. So, let's just get on with the show. This week, with great reward, comes great sacrifice. And on that note, I'm joined as ever by the ever-optimistic Steve Rogers of our trio, Parody, and the always angry Bruce Banner of the clan, Respawn. <laughs> Do I, Bruce Banner or his... Uh... His 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 Mr. Hyde impersonation. Yes, that seems backwards. I'm sure we'll go with it. No, no, I've I've gone with Bruce Banner because he says he's always angry. So oh, I see. Oh, well done. Fair point. Yeah. Also, I don't have it backwards. Doctor Jekyll was the scientist. Mr. Hyde was the crazy murderer. So I did not have it backwards. Why do you always have to put the thing at the end? I have to cut out. Just cut out the entire sentence, and it works easier oh, that okay, way. Okay, fine, silly Billy. <laughs> so this week at Bungie for May 16th, 2019, and we're going to start off with what they said at the end of this week at Bungie. And it says, we're sympathetic about the fact that the changes we are making in the interest of balancing combat and game design can be jarring. It was important that we have this conversation before you read the patch notes. We know many of you have a lot riding on the day one season of opulence. Hopefully, this intel will assist you in building your perfect monster-killing machines for the next season of play. So they should have led with that on the TWAB, but they didn't. They put that at the end. They kind of just one-two punch in the gut. Yeah, it wasn't cute when they said it. It's not cute when you repeat it either. (laughs) No. So, as always, we have a Respawn rant, and um, he's going to kick the show off this week with his rant. Okay, so um, I'm just going to read the beginning, right? So Season of Opulence Sandbox Changes. Season of Opulence is on fast approach, and similar to past seasons, some sandbox changes will arrive with it. Last week, we set your sights on a new raid that begins on June 4th. The same day that the new season launches, we wanted to let you know what to expect from the new sandbox so you can plan accordingly. The Destiny dev team has the details. Don't you love the fact that they haven't singled out anybody in the dev team? It's the dev team. Oh, because you know they would get obliterated by the social media. I mean... Top men. Oh. You never know. It could have been the guys that have just left. Yeah, there you go. The guy, the guy who left last week, it's all his fault. This is all his work. If you hate it, you know, <laughs> tell him this next somebody. It's definitely none of us. It's all his work. <laughs> so this is the part. All right, I'm, I'm going to try to remain calm. I know it's a respawn rant, but I am going to get tilted. I'm just trying to hold off on the tilt until the last second, all right? So... Destiny dev team, for Season of Opulence, several notable weapons are being adjusted. I hate, but I, you know what, another, another, another YouTuber was saying, oh, well, I'm not sure if I, uh, if, if I like the word adjusted. Well, I'm sure that I don't like it, because they're not being adjusted, not in this particular case anyway, they're being nerfed. With the exception of kind of the Lord of Wolves, I think that that's actually better what happened to that, but we'll get into that in a minute, right? Being adjusted. No, you've nerfed the... We want to ensure that encounters, rates, and other income content, for example, remain a challenge. Some of these weapons have been overwhelming that challenge. Our first choice is to buff underused weapons, but if we continue to push every weapon up higher and higher, it will be impossible to maintain challenging experiences. This, okay, regarding that sentence, if we keep buffing other weapons higher and higher. Couple of things to point out in that little sentence right there, right? Bungie promised 
in D2, there will no longer be nerfs. Everything else will be buffed to bring it up to the level of whatever they want to nerf, right? And in this sentence, they're saying, if we continue to push every weapon up higher and higher. I know there's some examples out there, but I can guarantee you there's a lot less examples of them buffing a weapon than them nerfing weapons, right? And that's what's getting on my nerves. Not only are they breaking promises, but they're trying to save face by saying, if we buff all the weapons higher and higher, it's going to get unreasonable. Well, yeah, first of all, this is a game where you want to experience overwhelming just... I mean, yeah, I mean, Bungie is good about, you know, they keep talking about the, you know, we want players to have the power fantasy. That's what to, I'm looking for. You, you, power we want fantasy. you to have that 1v3. We want you to have that room clearing power. Yeah. Yeah. The power fantasy, the power creep, all that good stuff. That's what this game is supposed to do. We can fly and freaking teleport. Let us have the power fantasies or whatever, right? There are so many more examples of them nerfing weapons, supers, armors than they are of buffing anything, in my opinion, right? Other people out there might have different opinions. If you do, by all means, let me know. Because right now, I am really aggravated to look anything up or to remember anything. So I know there's examples out there. But it's obviously not enough to counteract all the nerfs that they've been doing. Okay? So, that sentence, I just have a problem with buffing weapons higher and higher. Yeah, okay. Because that's what's happening. <sighs> it will be impossible to maintain challenging experiences. This is not a full list of changes, but some of the most impactful. So, in that regard, does that mean that they haven't listed all of the nerfs or that they haven't listed whatever buffs they may be giving? Right? See, so, this is one thing that, that I was upset about. Was that? Is the wording this week in the 12. Mm hmm. Yeah. They in rants. No, they, they put <laughs> had, has, going to be, you know, some. It, they're very vague on what they're actually talking about. You know, later on, they're talking about the Ursa Furiosa, and they're saying that it's had its damage reduced or it's, it's had its um, orb generation reduced. Like, does that mean that it's they've already done it and it's in the game, or this is what's coming in the game? You know, the wording of had or is going to be a well, completely depends, different. I think it, it depends like, on your perspective because maybe it has been done in the update that we just haven't received yet. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. They, The wording in the TWABs seem to be, you know, more and more confusing each week. Right. You know, stick, stick to the details. If this is a list of the top nerfs or the top changes of weapons that are going to affect the sandbox, then... Write that. Don't put, this is just not a full list, but some of the most impactful. Because that doesn't mean anything. Because they've not put any weapons in here that have gone, oh, you remember that gun that you don't use? Well, mm. we're bringing that up. They haven't put those in there. Which makes you think that maybe next week it'll be, oh, these are all the weapons and armor pieces that we've buffed. Is it going to be, you know, bait and switch? You know how you can tell when you're really, really upset about something? Like, every time you say the word nerf, like, I feel my heartbeat spike. <laughs> you know? I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm getting, every time you say nerf, this was nerfed, or they're talking about nerfs, I can feel my heartbeat spiking. I can feel my, my, my skin heating up. I am, I'm trying to maintain a calm because the closer we get to the armor uh, nerfs, <laughs> the more angry I'm going to get. So I'm trying not to get too bad too fast. But every time you say the word nerf, Ooh, it's just, 
<laughs> it's very unpleasant. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. It's just I whatever. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So the first weapon on the um, chopping block is the Whisper of the Worm. Whisper of the Worm was already adjusted in Season of the Drifter. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. I want to interrupt you. Um, For anybody that has not played D1, let me explain something to you. In D1, we had something called the Black Hammer. No, Black Spindle, right? And Black Hammer was the perk, wasn't it? Okay. So we had the Black Spindle Sniper Rifle, which is... No, no, no. If you if you go back you go back further. So in Destiny One you had the Crota Raid, yeah. the dark below. Right. And not even the boss encounter. There was a sniper rifle that would drop from the witch just before. So you had to do the raid to get the sniper rifle. But it was a legendary and it was called the Black Hammer. That's right. Now, That's Black right. Hammer dropped with White Nail Perk which is exactly what we've got now in the Whisper of the Worm. So it's an exact copy, basically. You had Mulligan on there, and you had the White Nail. Mm-hmm. Now, as Destiny 1 moved forward, people would only have the three weapons. They would have Fatebringer, mm-hmm. they would have the Black Hammer, mm-hmm. and they would have Gallahorn, and it would be the loadout. So then Destiny decided, or Bungie decided, to hold back the power to 170, and those weapons stayed in the past, and new ones came in at higher light, and you couldn't, you know, infuse those weapons to get up any higher. So then, what Bungie then did is they created a secret mission, very similar to the Whisper of the Worm quest or the um, Zero Hour mission that we've recently got, mm-hmm. where suddenly on a strike there was a door that had just been opened if you did a significant amount of stuff. I think it was if you didn't die on a certain path back through a mission, this other door would open up and you'd go through it and it would give you a 20-minute timer and at the end of it dropped the black spindle, which was the um, exotic version of the black hammer. But what they'd done on that version was they'd taken the white nail perk and reworked it into what it's now going to become in Whisper of the Worm post patch where white nail would only draw from your reserves and you'd have you know just i think it was 18 in the mag or something like that but that's how they reworked it because white nail had started to become a problem in destiny one yeah and they could foresee then that unlimited bullets on raid encounters and boss encounters that's only if you that's only if you nailed every shot on the critical hit spot right exactly and i know people like well that's not hard to do but when you're hitting some of these bosses they're shaking around a bit you're gonna miss a shot right so it's not always active right i mean you could be a pro and you could be hitting all those crit shots as the boss is moving but it's unlikely okay the point that i was making is in d1 they had the perfect sniper rifle and then they nerfed it by instead of making the bullets come out of nowhere, they came out of your reserves. Everybody hated it. You'll get some people that argue and say, well, people still use it after the fact because it was still a good choice. But it was, still- it was for Destiny 1 because you didn't have alternatives. You didn't have a Rally Barricade. You didn't have a Lunar Faction Rift. Right. You just had that weapon and the way it was built. So when they changed it, although there was some uproar, it was changed and there was nothing that could compare to it with the White Nail Perk change. Yeah. But like like you said, there was the uproar. People hated it, especially mm-hmm. right when it happened. People were so angry. And what really gets me is here's Destiny 2, 
right? No, so not everybody was a year was around for year one at player base, right? But you know who was in year one? Bungie. Mm-hmm. And they remember what happened the first time they nerfed this weapon, right? And how people hated it. So here we are in year two, right? Did they have amnesia? Did they just forget that everybody hated when that happened? Or did they just not care about their player base, right? They're trying to make excuses about, oh, we have to revamp bosses to handle all the extra damage. Why? What I don't get is Bungie knew from a whole playtest of Destiny 1 what Black Hammer, Black Spindle could do and would possibly do with a white nail perk mm-hmm. that pulled from and they no put way. it and they put it in the game in D two exactly as it started it in D one only to nerf it later just like they did in D one. What the hell for, man? It makes no sense, does it? It absolutely no. makes no sense because if you're going to put that weapon back in D two in its original state with white nail, they must have known that this was going to happen. You they know, had to have. I don't know why they did it, because everybody, if you remember, when we found out about this quest, everyone was like, oh, God, please let it be pre-nerf, pre-nerf, pre-nerf. And it was. And everybody loves it. And now it's getting nerfed again. <laughs> Yay! I think, I think that's what Bungie are missing with this, is the fact that it's not a new weapon Common that's sense. come in that they are um, nerfing. It's an existing weapon that's come back in a superior form, of, or its original form, and they gave the community what the community wanted, but now they're taking it away again. And I think that's the the one two punch. That's that's the gut punch for everybody. Is you know you've they've given it back, and now they're taking it away again. What really gets me though is people are saying that it's overpowered, right? I don't think it's overpowered because I rarely ever use the sleeper. You know what I mean? It's it, it is very good in certain encounters, I will agree. But my loadout consists more of the outbreak perfected or the arbalesque. And if I'm not That's using one of those, if I'm that. not using one of those, right? Then I'm using the Jotun. If I'm not using the Jotun, I'm using the uh uh the fusion rifle. Uh Telasto the Besto. Thank you, Telasto, Mr. Parody, who's being awfully, awfully quiet. Um but yes, Telesto. So even back then, I was barely using the Whisper because there were so many other exotics I liked more. And the, the fact that they're saying that's all people ever use, no, because I see people use all kinds of exotics all the time. I rarely see people use that gun except in very niche circumstances. And I think that's okay, right? It's an exotic, just like, just like the submachine gun where if you get hit by electricity... Right, you you take half damage from electricity, and then your gun reloads pretty indefinitely. Yeah, that's very niche as well. I didn't see them doing anything with that perk. Oh yeah, by the way, now now your weapon's not going to reload anymore. Oh god, please don't do that, Bungie. I will I will lose my. <laughs> do not do that. Whatever. The point is, they're not they're not doing that to other niche weapons. They're just doing it to the whisper, and that's what's aggravating, because they didn't learn the lesson the first time. So what they say with Whisper of the Worm is while exotics are intended to be powerful and novel, bypassing the ammo economy can tend to force us to adjust enemies to compensate. This effectively results in sniper rifles as a whole being punished because of the Whisper's unique ammo ability. And as a result, 
they've decided that they're going to remove the ammo generation ability so that they can increase the effectiveness of all other snipers that, that don't have endless ammo supplies. So what they're doing is they're going to change the white nail perk to it pulls ammo from reserves rather than creating it. So we're going back to the black spindle version and the reserve ammunition is increased to 18 without ammo perks. And I believe it's 21 with two ammo um, perks on um, helmet and class item. So irritating. What are they going to do? Attack the risk runner and huckleberry next? I know they pull from reserves, but still, you know, they're not, they're not bypassing the ammo economy or anything like that, but they still have very niche uh, perks that are good in very specific situations, just like the whisper of the worm. People don't use the whisper of the worm all the time. They use it specifically for certain bosses. Even, even when we had the whisper of the worm and we were going against callus, we would still use rockets over whisper. You know what I mean? So it's it's not like it's overpowered and everywhere that they had to nerf it. No, the niche spots that it's in and the fact that it's nerfed from those niche spots really aggravates me, obviously. But like I said before, what really gets me is they didn't learn their lesson the first damn time. If you were ultimately going to nerf it, you should have just brought it in the game like that. Instead of giving everybody hope, making everybody love the gun, and then taking away the best part of the gun. But the, the big question is, why bring it back? It's a great gun, right? No, no. I, but they saw the potential of what it could do devastatingly with the unlimited ammo in Destiny 1. Mm. Why bring it back in Destiny 2? That I don't know. Maybe to bring that, in more That's the big base. question because that's, you want to know. To, it had to have been a player base thing, right? Because all the D1 players that are playing D2, they're like, oh my God, the Black Spindle's coming back. Or, yeah, the Black Spindle's coming back. I know you never played D1, but this is a great gun. You need to get on D2, and, and it, it's going to be probably something like that. You know, they wanted to get players back into the game, so they brought the original uh, Black Spindle back. Or Black it's Hammer, a bait and something. switch. It really yeah. is. Because really Bungie is. never learns. Let's go back, way back in time, kids to March of last year, 2018, in the year of our Bungie, the 1.1.4 <laughs> update, the Go Fast update, where they said, we went back to the board and looked at everything and said, here are a couple of weapons we feel are in a really good spot. And by really good spot, they're kind of hot. They're probably too hot for D2. In D1, people would have probably correctly said, that means we need to nerf those things. They're nails that are sticking out of the board. And we would have hammered them to be even with the board. For this update, we did the opposite. We said, these things are kind of hot. Let's bring everything else up to them. So we started raising each thing up, raise them up, whether it be PVE or PVP. That was from the GoFast update, Bungie developer speaking last year, March, 2018. Ever since then, we've gone in the opposite direction. It's like, it, it's almost like listening to Bungie, what they want to do with their game is like playing one of their Halo games. We're going <laughs> to run over here. We're going to do a thing. Now we're going to run back where we started and do a thing. And then run back to that first place we ran to and do a thing, and then run back and leave the level. That's, but see, the problem is they're not doing the initial thing. That's the problem. Well, they're not doing the initial thing. Well, they're well, not they, they brought the you the gun up. back. They said, here's the gun back. Now, we, we hope we're going to do the same thing we did in the last game that we ended up having to fix, but maybe it won't happen that way this time. Maybe those people have left. Maybe it's a short memory. Maybe it's something that they said, hey, you know, we can, we can put this in the game with fairly limited resources. Maybe it was something they were planning all along. I don't know. You know, hey, Maybe there's something the just tower. as simple as a bait and switch, like what we're talking about. Uh, it could be Maybe that. Maybe this mean, was it, intentional. 
they had to they wanted something along. something in the tower good enough to make this happen. Maybe they have something amazing waiting for us in the season of, of opulence. I don't know. I mean, I given, thought about that. The new exotic weapons and, and armor and stuff. I mean, the, I think the weapons have panned out pretty well. The exotic weapons in this last update, the exotic armor. Hmm. I thought about that as well, right? Because I was trying to think of why why would they do this? And then the only thing that I could think of that would even remotely make enough sense is one of those redacteds would be the icebreaker. That would be the only reason to nerf the whisper in order to get people to use another sniper. And that would be the icebreaker. Yeah, bringing that back in anything like its current, you know, anything like its D1 form and the icebreaker, for those who don't know, that's the gun. It would refill your ammo after a amount of time and it also got some got some got some uh, nerfs because you could do things like in the vault glass raid. Send one person down to activate the oracles. Everyone else stay up top where it was safe. They're icebreakers. And just <laughs> lay into them because you wouldn't need extra ammo. I, yeah, but the I only note that came to the icebreaker is how long it took you to get your ammo back. It went from one round every three seconds to one round every five or eight. Yeah, something like that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. They just, I mean, they just, yeah. Right. I mean, they basically said in this update, you know, why they're nerfing this. You know, you know, they don't want ammo to come out of the air and break the ammo economy. I don't see them breaking icebreaker back for the exact same reason. Unless you're going to break it back, go, oh, hey, or I'm sorry, bring it back and go, hey, we have another gun where it pulls ammo out of the out of the thin air. Now we're going to have to nerf that again, just like we did with the Whisper. But will they, though? Because the Whisper, you can put a lot more DPS on a boss because you can just boom, 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 right? But the Icebreaker, you get six shots and then you have to wait for the ammo to refill. So you can't put as many rounds down range as you can with the Icebreaker, even if even if it's one round every three seconds. That means you'll get, what, seven or eight rounds before you have to start reloading? It's not infinite. Yes, you are pulling out of the ether, but it's not infinite. In, in other words, it's not just going to keep going. You are going to have to take a break for your rounds to refill themselves. It just means you don't have to go hunting for ammo. You see what I'm, that, That's what I'm talking about with the icebreaker. I don't think it's game-breaking like, uh, like the whisper, quote-unquote, is, right? But... I do think it. Th that's the only reason that I can foresee that they would nerf the Whisper so bad, unless there's a new weapon coming that we just haven't seen that happens to be a sniper. That's also a possibility. But see, uh, sorry, no. I was, was going to say I, they're going to. You go. I was going to say if they're going to if they're going to nerf the Whisper, the only thing that I would accept in its place is an icebreaker. That's just me. Other people might have but different you, opinions. You say that. But they're removing the exotic perk from the weapon. That's what they're actually, you know, that's know. what they're ultimately doing. In the I end, know. they're removing the exotic perk and they are leaving it with the um, catalyst. So it's basically changing it into a legendary weapon. That's all they're doing because nobody is going to want to use that weapon over another exotic. No, it's and, still an exotic because the Huckleberry and the Risk Runner do the same thing. They refill ammo. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. But the the White Nail perk is what made it exotic. The um, Catalyst, which gives you um, Whisper Breathing, is basically box breathing, which you can get on other sniper rifles, other high-impact sniper rifles. Agreed, but it's still the, the White Nail perk is still an exotic perk because only exotic weapons, as far as I know, Unless somebody knows something different, those three guns—the Whisper, Huckleberry, and Risk Runner—are the only ones that will refill your magazine completely from reserves without having to reload manually. So it's still technically an exotic perk. 
it's just one. But <laughs> what's the difference from standing behind a Titan rally barricade or in a lunar faction rift? There is no difference in that no. regard. Right. And you don't need anything exotic to put down a rally barricade and you don't need anything to put down a rift and with a rift i mean lunar faction boots but yeah at least a rift at least on my warlock i can get a rift and as soon as my rift ends one or two seconds later i'll have another rift and i don't have anything on my armor that boosts the speed in which i recharge uh class class abilities so that's just, as far as I can tell, standard Warlock recharge. So if you keep that in mind, Lunar Faction Boots with the Rift is going to be near constant reloading anyway for you. Yeah. yeah. And what I found interesting is I listened to the Last Word podcast by Bontis. And what his view on it was uh, he said that you have, these, you have all these highly skilled players. And he names Glad and Giggs. Who do these and respawn? <laughs> who do use the exotics to do these activities and at an extreme level, but they are also ultra highly skilled. So they're like in the top ten percent of players. And if you build a sandbox around them, the other ninety percent of players who are who already don't find the game a cakewalk like mm. us. Yep are going to be struggling even more when you take away these tools. Mm -hmm. It, you know, it gives them a, a breath of hope to have these weapons around because like you said at the beginning, I don't hit every headshot. You don't hit every headshot. You right. know, there are some points that we have to reload or something flies in the way, like a shank. A Titan or your clanmate. You. I was just going to say, yeah. Or your a clan Titan mate. puts a bubble in front of you <laughs> or Titan walks in front of you while you're firing a rocket or, you know, things happen from his point of view it looks like they are slowly trying to cater too hard to the hardcore because not everybody's going into a raid and being able to do the fantastic things you see these youtube videos doing and I especially think nowadays that's with, one of the main points especially nowadays they're, they're they're making this nerf for no reason because i've been i did a few raids this week and i even tried to get you guys in but you gave me a bunch of excuses but whatever i did a few raids this week and this all we used happened. for the whole raid was the, the Perfected. That's it. We one-phased raid bosses with the Perfected. We don't even need the Whisper, right? So why are they nerfing it at this point? It's, it's, it's an unnecessary nerf. It's an unneeded nerf. You're just taking away a good gun for what? Exactly. I because think that... overall... Sorry, parody. Honestly, honestly, probably because that gun... Just like their numbers with competitive crucible play, they're probably saying, hey, X number of percentage of people are using this gun in every single encounter. We want to shake things up, just like we did with PvP, nerfing those guns that everyone's using. We're going to shake this up. And like you said, you don't need to go in with that gun if you have others. Now, again, I feel sorry for the folks who are who are playing more casually, who don't have the Whisper, who don't have the Perfect, who don't have some of these That's true. exotics where you have, to, you, know, you have to go in with the team. You know, you know we're, we're lucky enough to have... We're looking enough to have a good clan going with and say, hey, so, you know, can someone help me out with this? Because there's some other folks, you know, when I played Destiny 1 and I was sort of on, on my own in the evenings with no one else around, you know, trying to find an LFG group sometimes. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not. And we're just trying to get things done when you've got, you know, maybe you've got an hour to do it. It took me forever to get the whisper because I could have, you know, back then it was a time thing where you had to wait for the 
public event to spawn and then the right public event and then have it be the right thing. You know, I, I, I could wait two, three hours and have one run at it, which inevitably I'd fail because I didn't remember the jumping puzzle from, you know, month to month or week to week as it went by. So, you know, it, it's good to have some of these powerful weapons, but I, I, would, I, I almost wish Bungie would post, you know, at least some vague numbers on just like percentage of the player base that has that have certain guns. Because, you know, you sort of see, oh, everybody has a whisper. Everybody has, you know, the outbreak. Everybody has this gun. But is it, you know, is it 10%? Is it 50%? Is it 90%? Just to get, you know, you know and, and, and not, not full player base, but just say, you know, like people who have, people who are still playing the game, people who have played in the last, you know, in the last 30 days. Who how many of you have? Because yeah, obviously people who've picked up the game and played it once, their numbers are going to skew things. But you know, how many active players have these guns? I mean, just I'd just be curious to know. Just you know, is this a common thing, or is it like you know, we're one of one of twenty has this has this weapon? Yeah, but you raised a good point. I think inadvertently, you, I don't think you realize the impact of what you just said, right? About how difficult it was for you to get the the whisper, right? It was it was a hard thing to do, especially if you had to wait as long as you did. So it's just like the Lunar Faction and the Not Forgotten and all these other weapons that people have to work for to get. They're nerfing them. That is ridiculous. I feel cheated, if, you're, if I'm being honest, right? I had to go through all this trouble to get the Whisper of the Worm and the Catalyst and all that other nonsense, and now they're just going to take it away from me? What? It's like me going to work, working hard for my paycheck, and then coming home, and some random guy on the street just goes, hey, I want your money. What? I want your money. You didn't you didn't earn it. I don't care. I want your money. No. And they take it anyway, you know? <clears throat> and that's that's how I feel. I feel cheated. I feel robbed that they're nerfing the weapons that people have worked hard to to acquire and they're taking them away. Basically. Yeah. This is one I I can't get that worked up out cuz I just checked my whisper the worm is going to be cool 535. And mm -hmm. does not have the catalyst on it. So while I got it, and I've used it a couple times, it's, yeah, but not, you don't... Something, it's not something I use very often. So again, it's sort of one of those I got it as a trophy item. I got it so the game would stop telling me here's something you have to go get. But honestly, I have not used it. It sits there in my inventory. I but haven't, just because you I haven't used it mark, doesn't but... cheat the fact that you work to get it. That didn't make any sense. Just because you don't use it doesn't take away from the fact of how hard you had to work to get it. How right. long? It, how how long it took you to acquire this weapon? So, yeah, so if they're yeah, doing this to the Whisper to time and the get. Luna and the Not Forgotten, how long is it going to be until they do it to the Perfected or Recluse or fill in the blank yes, or the Mountaintop? You know what I mean? How long is it going to take for them to nerf all the other weapons that we love so much? This is what's... They keep saying we, we were never going to nerf anything in D2, and that's all they're doing. Any weapons that we enjoy, they're taking away from us. Especially the ones you have to work hard for. I mean, to be fair, they said it once with the Go Fast update, and then never again mentioned it. But it doesn't matter. They still said it. See, their ability to raise the weapons is actually sitting in Crucible Labs right now. So once we find that, we'll find the ability to raise the weapons up to. Right. You have to go but, into that mission of Crucible Labs and push the button, and then it reverses all the decisions. I, w I wouldn't feel so bad, right? I mean, I would still be tilted, but I wouldn't feel so bad... If they nerf something like, for example, the Lord of Wolves, that is a drop. That is that is a drop. You don't have to work hard for that. You just have to be lucky, right? Or unlucky in your case. Point is, is you don't have to work for it. One day it'll just drop if you're going to get it. So something like that, if they nerf that, okay, it sucks. I had to wait X amount of time to get the drop, but it is what it is. But when you actively work towards something, Whisper of the Worm, Perfected, 
uh, Luna's Howl, Recluse, Mountaintop, etc. And those get nerfed? Those get cheated from you? That's what is really... I, I really hope I'm not the only one that feels like this. I feel genuinely robbed that they're nerfing the weapons we had to work so hard for. Honestly speaking, this is ridiculous. Just to throw some numbers and some things at you guys. So the previous nerf was they removed the res reserve ammo from 18, and that was 21 with double reserves. And they cut that in half down to 9, and with double ammo reserves gave you 12. So that's what we're currently at. And they're going to return it back to 18 and 21 with double reserves. As a comparison, Darcy, which is an exotic weapon, exotic sniper rifle, can have up to 28 bullets with reserves. That's crazy. Yes, it does half the damage that the um, Whisper does. But if you've got a Lunar Faction or if you've got a Rally Barricade, you think you've got 28 bullets compared to the 12 you're going to be putting more damage into something than what the um mm -hmm. whisper's going to do and yes it's going to bring and it also flinches like a son of a gun too it's going to bring that more in line with what they were trying to do with bringing other sniper rifles into the game but that was never that was never a question i had this conversation with somebody the other day about how good that weapon is. Because people were like, oh, people are still going to use it. We're like, no, they're not going to use it. They're going to go use the Darcy. Because nowadays, people actually use the Darcy over the Whisper in some cases. So, oh, no, they're still going to use the Whisper of the Worm. I don't think they will. Once this nerf goes through, at this point in time, unless you're really, really good, and you can nail all of those headshots, there's no point to use this over the Darcy. No. No. Because I believe Darcy has five in the mag. Yes. So it already has the extra two bullets. Yep. So although it's going to be lower like precision. And, and it's not half. That, that's the thing. It's not half damage. It is lower damage. Yes, but it's not half damage. You're, you're pumping out a lot more damage with the Darcy than you are with the, with the Whisper, unless you're getting those infinite shots. That's no, no, no. Whis Whisper's the higher damage um, I know than that. Darcy. I know. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying... Unless you're getting those infinite shots consistently, you're going to get more damage with the Darcy because it's got more rounds overall. That's what I'm saying. And even if they buff it up to 18 rounds, you still got more rounds in the Darcy. Mathematically speaking, if I remember correctly, 18 rounds in the Whisper versus 24, 26, something in the Darcy. 28 with the preserved perks. I still think the math, the math said that the Darcy would do more damage overall. The only way the Whisper would out-damage the Darcy, in the case of just strictly ammo capacity, is if you got a consistent uh, infinite, infinite... No, actually, no, not even... No, because... I, oh, my God, I went off on this whole tangent. I completely forgot that it's not going to come out of the ether anymore. So if you landed all your shots with the Whisper and all your shots with the Darcy, flat out, the Darcy's going to do more damage now, I think. There's going to yeah. be some guy out there that does the math. So yeah, the Darcy is just straight up going to be better than the Whisper at this point. And th throwing it out there with other sniper rifles that are exotic, you've got the Borealis. And Borealis, although the impact is 10 less than the Whisper, less range, has the same reload speed, has higher aim assist, has five in the magazine. You know, And this is for a weapon of the same kind of archetype of high impact you know, sniper rifle. It, 
Yeah, and and I mean you can change the elements on it as well to break shields. So I, yeah. I it it's going to give people what they want of or it's going to give Bungie what they want with the people are going to use something else. Yeah, but not necessarily a sniper. That's just it. Cuz you can out damage you can do probably as much damage overall with the perfected if somebody has it. Or even I mean, the, the Tatara Gaze. The Arbalest puts out a hefty amount of damage too. Tatara Gaze is pretty Tatara Gaze, again, is another high-impact archetype of sniper. 10 less than... or oh, 10 less impact than the Whisper, but that you can roll with box breathing. So, yeah, it's... Anyway, so this 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 horse has been beaten to death. I'm, I'm irritated with this. So let's move on to the Sleeper. If, before we move on to... to Sleeper, I had an idea. What? An epiphany came to me. Oh, an epiphany. Okay. An epiphany. I had an epiphany. Okay. Right. You're Bungie, and you want to change the weapon. You want to change Whisper of the Worm. Okay. You want to remove White Nail, but you don't really know what to do apart from just remove it. Okay. One thing I thought of, right? White Nail could have been changed to Magic Bullets. So sometimes it could magic bullets into the gun or use reserves but it was guaranteed to proc at least once on a full empty of ammo and reserve so you've still got that exoticness of the weapon that it could possibly you're a bit like um hawk moon destiny one yeah where you could get those magic bullets to do the extra damage three times and sometimes you could be extra lucky and get that double extra damage bullet one shot kill kind of thing to a body so why not put these magic bullets into the white nail um, perk and just change it slightly that you're not always guaranteed to be pulling it from thin air it will pull from reserves but you do have still a high chance to get these magic bullets put into your magazine by sheer chance that way you're still kind of keeping it exotic because it is that chance of still getting more bullets than what you've actually got. I think you're putting too much thought into this. Uh, I mean, I see what you're trying to do, and I get it. But would that not have been um, a bit of a compromise? I don't don't think it would have been, because that to me just, just sounds like a bad idea. I mean, like I said, I know what you're trying to get at, but that kind of a rework would change how the weapon functions entirely anyway, to begin with. So that's not. But they're doing that now. No, they're just taking away something. They're not reworking the whole thing. But that—that's what they need to do. They are reworking the whole thing. No, they're just taking away the infinite ammo. That's all they're doing. But that's what I'm saying. Is if you give the gun a chance to have a few infinite ammo bullets, that's still making it exotic. That's that's nothing about that weapon is exotic after the white nail. It's basically mulligan, but you don't have to miss. Is what it sounds like. You know, so you get one more round in your magazine, maybe. No, no, you get one other one one bonus. You get one bonus mag each time, basically. It would pull. It would pull one mag out of the air, guaranteed to pull one mag. You could pull two, three, depending on you know the situation. It just, I'm saying that if they'd reworked it to be magic bullets, it may have been a so, slight compromise. So what? Like you have a fifty-fifty chance of uh, on that third shot, it it will either pull it from your reserves or the ether. Is that what yeah. you're trying to say? It still bypasses the ammo economy, which is what they're trying to get rid of. But it's if still you, keeping it exotic. 
but you can either go with this one to maybe get a chance of extra yeah. bullets. Is it actually a compromise? You go with... It is technically a compromise, yes. Both people get kind of something that they want. But in the yeah. end, you still have changed the weapon from what it was. And that's really my big <laughs> about this whole thing. They're changing it. After they already knew what it was going to do from D1, they brought it to us the way we wanted it and changed it. That's the big <laughs> Not Not how they changed it or what they're changing it to or how good, bad, or whatever they're nerfing it. They're changing it in the exact same fundamental way that they did in d1 yep it shouldn't be changed at all i don't want to i don't want to compromise i don't want to go back and forth with bungie i want to say you made this gun twice not once twice and still decided to make the same mistake a second time around that's what really tilts me about this whole thing that's why i'm at bungie and about this whisper because if they were going to give it to us in the state that they're changing it to they should have done it from the beginning this was a like he's like like parody said this was a bait and switch 100% I'm convinced cuz why else would they do that They were there in year, year I'm 1 I'm not sure parody said that No I said that but so Oh whatever you both sound the same to me <laughs> <laughs> Anyway we do have very similar voices that's true ob Obviously your accents are spot on No but um but you derailed me you son of a biscuit uh Sleep is simulant <laughs> Yeah the reduction of the bounce shot damage for sleeper semen is already present on several important enemies. We are now making this reduction part of the weapon. The difference in damage is too large between a single precision shot of sleeper simulant and an angle shot that pierces the target and then also hits the target again when it bounces off projectiles. Much like the whisper, we had to adjust enemies around that potential. Which doesn't make any sense. Permanent. That doesn't make any sense because you no. know the two enemies? No. No, don't get exasperated. The only two enemies that works on is honestly I can't remember the first, but the second one is the raid boss, the 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 floating mind machine that's got the shields around him. Basically, yeah. that is the only guy oh, that this works on. And even then it's only sometimes, even then it's a crapshoot. If right? you put a bubble around anything and fire a sleeper shot into it, it'll give you all sorts of ricochets. <laughs> you, we can fix this problem. We can make this happen on anything. Right. If you, okay. If you can get a bubble near him, you can make this work. I'm not so talking about suicide. making these changes okay. a permanent part of the weapon, we can get into a more balanced position. So they are reducing the ricochet bounce damage on boss combatants. Their modified precision behavior, total damage is unchanged, but non-precision shots are significantly more forgiving. Go ahead with your own. No, it's just what does that mean? You're buffing the non-crit shots? Non-critical shots are more forgiving. What does that mean, more forgiving? Point is, is the only quote unquote bosses that we've had to to change in order for, to compensate for this is one boss, which hardly anybody ever even does that raid anymore. So, red card, Bungie, you're done. That's just stupid. no, no, no. But there might be bosses coming up. This will, this will also work yeah, on as well. I think that's the that's their intention with this. Listen, um, don't come at me with logic update, and reasoning. Okay, this is not the time for that nonsense. All right. were, were, were I someone who was a more organized and had more time and you know were more dedicated, I would put together a list of, here are the changes Bungie made before the new content dropped. Here's the way those changes would have played out you know, and what they were probably trying to avoid before the content dropped. I don't remember. I can't remember what it was, but before the, the season director, I was thinking, okay, you're making a change to this particular weapon. There will probably be some activity or some game type in this that would really benefit from having this particular weapon do this thing. And so I'm sure it's, you know, hey, they're looking at their content head going, 
this could really break some of our content and make it either really easy or whatever, you know, waste all the hard work we've done to it. Let's yeah, make some changes that makes sense with, with that in mind for the we future. Don't know. That makes things, you're, you're, you're making an assumption. It's a good assumption, but you're still making an assumption. From right, ha- from right now, what we see in our bubble, as it were, is they're nerfing something again for bosses that people are only using on one boss for, for the ricochet portion of it. I mean, but this right? is coming out with Season of the Opulence with the new Forget content. Forget that. We're not talking about what could be. We're talking about how the weapon this would play out. This is coming out, out with oh the God. new content. You're though. not listening. We don't know. We, You're making no, assumptions. Bungie know. That's what they're saying. <sighs> you're not listening to what I'm saying, right? We don't. Okay. We as players don't know what the hell Bungie's thinking. Is it is it logical that they're making these changes for, for a potential boss that's coming up? Yeah, it's logical. But what if they don't? What if they just nerf the weapon and there's no boss which would benefit from this ricochet? Maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe game type that does. Maybe, 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 whatever. I'm talking about the way the weapon's going to behave in the existing world we have, assuming no changes have been made. But we're not going to live in that world because these changes are coming with the Season of the Opulence with the new content. We're not going to have these changes in the world as it is now. We're going to have these changes in the world that will be. Yes, you can go back and play the content of the world it is now, yeah. but we're getting these changes with the world that will be coming up with the next season. I'm confident. I, I'm confident honestly, that this change is not going to affect anything that's upcoming. I'm saying honestly, that now and I stand by it. Yeah. And I'm curious looking at this list, you know, is this sort of the biggest are these the biggest changes they're putting out here to say, hey, let's let's let, let all the angry people in the forum scream about this for a week. So by the time the season comes out, they will be somewhat screamed out. I doubt this is all the changes these weapons are going to see because they always do more tweaking, you know. The the yeah. two or three things, you know, I don't think this is going to be all of it. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be bad. Maybe they're using this as a gauge to see. Let's put this out here. See how people react. See what people come up with in the That's meantime. That's stupid if they're using it as a gauge because you can just ask people. They have they have ways of reaching out to us to ask us these kinds of questions. How do you feel about? Did you get your bungee questions? survey? I got my bungee survey and sent it oh, back to them. Did they, they ask the survey? specifically they, about the whisper? No, they don't ask me about it. the game. Did they ask you about what What do you think would happen if they changed the whisper in XYZ form? They don't want to listen no, to people screaming at them either. So they're not going to exactly. listen to the forums exactly. No, that, no, that whole thing. Out and watch what happens. They're going to, Your they're argument is irrelevant. You're trying to make sense, look at, but it doesn't look make at the sense. Numbers of it where, doesn't where the shift make happens. sense because if they were trying to, to gauge stuff, they would ask before doing something this stupid. They have all these social medias. They can ask all these questions. They don't have to make a change to the game. People off in, in a change that they have actively made and then try to go back and retrofit it. Ask people beforehand. They haven't made the change, though. Oh, my God. You're acting the, like change the change is, is made. The change is Where? made. If it's coming when? out, listen. Let me, let me turn on Destiny right now and, and experience this change. Okay, smartass. Do you do programming? Do you think that they do the programming the day that it gets launched? No, but if exactly I don't have, if the changes have been made, they just right. haven't been applied yet. Right, but if you make the changes and no one has the changes outside of Bungie, those haven't been made for the community. Is my point? The but they have made. been this is, made. This is what, they just haven't right. been pushed. Okay, fine. They we're sort of in a semantic war. They haven't been pushed yet. I don't have the content. The sleeper still acts the same way it did. The whisper still acts the same way it did. The whisper and the sleeper and Orduals are not changing for me as a player. Until it gets pushed to the game. Yes, yeah, the changes have made. Yes, they've done what they're going to do. That's not the point that you're making. The point that you were making is that we're using it as a metric, as gauging the changes. 
Right, but I'm also saying these changes don't come to me until the new content comes as well. They come as a package deal. Yes, the changes have been made, but just like the changes, the new content has been made, I do not have the new content. When I have the new content, I'll have the changes, and I don't think these are all the changes we're going to see to these weapons. So, Lord of Wolves has been nerfed. No, no, you're going, going slightly. I, was, I want to go back to sleep assuming. I know you hate it when I keep going back. Well, it's because we're wasting a lot of time when a point has already been made, but go ahead. You two argued for the last couple of minutes, and I was just waiting to for silence. So this is this is what it's this is, you think. this is what it sounds like when you guys argue, and I just sit here in the background. Yeah, I mean, I disagree with you, respawn. They know what's coming, and not necessarily from season of opulence, but going forward into the future. So these changes may be something that's coming after opulence, and again, we don't know what's coming. Bungie are the only people that know what they're doing to their game. Do they? And they're adjusting it accordingly. <laughs> Do they really well, they, know? They, know what, they now know what's coming, I'm going to say. <laughs> but like, yeah, like you've just pointed out, Sleeper Simulant and Whisper of the Worm were both in the game for a very long time. They've been there since Warmind. I can't remember when Whisper dropped, but those items have been in the game. Now, I know that this new raid and update has been developed by another studio, but those other studios are fans of what Bungie have done. They know what Bungie have done. And it's not like they were in a separate room locked away from Bungie and they developed the stuff and they've gone, we've created this amazing thing over here. And Bungie have created sleeper Whisper, Lord of Wolves, and all these other fantastic weapons, and this other team in the other room don't know anything about these other weapons. There must have been conversations between them. The other team must have known what Sleeper can do with ricochets, what Whisper can do with unlimited ammo. But they're making out that these teams didn't know what was going on between them. They're making themselves look stupid. You know, these weapons have been put back in the game from Destiny 1. I'd like to point out Sleeper, Destiny 1, Lord of Wolves, Destiny 1, Whisper, Destiny 1, Ace of even Ace of Spades, yeah. Destiny 1. Now, Sleeper had the ricochet rounds in Destiny 1. Whisper had the unlimited bullets in Destiny 1. Yeah, but in Destiny it 1, the ricochet like was had... so much better, though, wasn't it? I mean, I know I'm going on a tangent, but that thing would ricochet, like, indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> and they, so they, cool. they pulled it back for Destiny 2. Yeah. But they must have known what it could possibly do. This is what I don't get. Unless, right, this new raid, you've got Callus in a room full of mirrors. That's probably <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Imagine that thing bouncing around the room and just hitting him in the face constantly. But come on. You've created this fantastic game with these fantastic weapons and you've brought them back into the game knowing what they could possibly do and you've let this other team develop something and now you're going to have to pull all those weapons back it does not make any sense whatsoever you know they had the force is it foresight yes to see what happened in destiny one but they oh, it's that's what's frustrating and then the fact that you have to go through all these missions to go and get these fantastic weapons. I mean, Sleeper Simulant wasn't a walk in the park, was it? Was it collect all 40 oh, blooming nodes to get that gun? Yeah, I put that off and for weeks for that exact reason. It was backwards and forwards to go and get them 
different nodes and you had to work out if you stand in a different place you could go and get a different node somewhere else yeah. uh, oh bungee th- that, that was back and forth back and forth back and forth but it wasn't like respawn said it wasn't like it was a well drop even lord of wolves you had to do spider bounties for it's something you had to really work for and a lot of people still haven't got the Lord of Wolves. They've had to wait until Xur comes, yeah. and hopefully, cross fingers, you've got all the other exotics and get it from a faded engram. It, these are guns that you have to work for. Right, and, and I think, honestly, you've hit on a bigger concern I've had for a while, and I think we all share, is you know the new things, the new exciting things coming to the game are the things we had the last game. Where's, you know, where's the new stuff? Where's the new weapon to get me excited? Where's the new sniper rifle that's going to do something interesting? Where's the new you know, rocket launcher or the new fusion rifle or the new RF or whatever. I mean, yeah, there's new stuff released, but where's, where's the new thing that everyone's going to salivate over and go, oh my God, this is the thing you have to have. This is the thing you have to have. All the stuff that's come back is stuff they've already had in the past. Where's, you know, now that you've said that, where's the stuff that, you know, a second I, I thing. want from this game. There's a second thing that I wouldn't mind seeing now that you've mentioned other year one weapons, right? If they're going to whisper the worm into oblivion, if they're going to nerf the whisper of the worm into oblivion, the Gallowhorn would be a nice uh, supplement, don't you think? They teased, they've teased the Gallowhorn, but why bring back? I mean, what's the point at this point? Why of bring, bring back, back the, the whisper? Why bring back the sleeper? Why bring back the Lord of Wolves? Why bring and, back? And that's what I wonder. That's that's the bigger question. Of course, we don't have answers to because we're not Bungie. Why? Why these weapons? Why bring them back? I mean. Was it, you know, for Whisper, you, you had a secret quest before for the Whisper? Let's have a secret quest again, again for the Whisper. I, you know, I, I don't know why. And that's, I think the bigger question is why bring these weapons back? Why these weapons? Was it easier to code? Were the people around who coded them the first time still here? You know, why these and not others? Not reading into the lore or anything, but it made sense that Sleeper Simulant maybe was on Mars and collecting nodes. You got a different version of it. Made sense. But that whisper mission suddenly just popping up. The Ace of Spades makes sense too, though. The Ace of Spades makes sense because because Cade gets killed. Spoilers, FYI. Um, <laughs> Cade gets killed, right? So you you get the Ace of Spades as a way of remembering Cade, as it were, right? So but I'm saying sense. with Whisper, they yeah, could I... have had another hidden. You know, they could have created something else. Exactly. They didn't you know, need to bring that weapon back. Yeah. Same. Same Only quest. Same stuff. Again. And then just have your reward be something different. Where's, I mean, where where's the new stuff that people are going? Oh my god, you have to have this. Well, it's amazing. That, like where where like, are the I new said weapons? that about the arbalesque. It's a new weapon. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but that could have been the reward. That yeah. would have been fantastic. Yeah, I mean, people yeah. love that. Yeah, I would have the arbalesque or the yotun or something like that be one of these yeah. rewards. Because honestly, Dude, you gotta the, admit the, the yotun's days are numbered. The yotun and the arbalesque, those are heavy weapons. Come on, Come and on. their days are absolutely numbered. Oh, yeah, you know. It's With the sleeper simulant, if you angle the shot down on the floor, that it ricochets up and, you know, you get about three or four shots suddenly come out of the floor. Um, and that's meant to do three times the amount of damage more than a precision shot. I can't do it properly. I can't, I've given up trying to do ricochet shots to get, you know, triple the amount of damage by just like aiming it at the floor and seeing if I can get a bit like the hard light. I can't seem to do that properly. So I just aim for the head or aim for the crit spot. We will have and, panoramics take you aside and teach you the ways yeah. of the hard light. <laughs> he is the master but, of the hard light. As Ibontis said in his video, it's the top 10% of players that are able to accomplish this. 
And that's what I think Bungie are missing out on. It's not the 90% of the player base that are able to do these fantastic things with these weapons. Yes, we now are just we're going back into players things that we've already said. Okay. Enjoying the game. It's been an just, hour and we've only covered two weapons. Our podcast is about three things over and over again in different ways. If people have been caught on by now, that's basically the gist of it. Yeah, well, I want to get through this. So, Lord of Wolves. Lord of Go. Wolves. Uh, I think it's been nerfed, but also kind of buffed. Because we, we were complaining last time about how you just shred through your ammo. So now that they've taken that off as uh, the, the, the exotic perk, uh, uh, release the wolves, release which the wolves. I am convinced it should be release the hounds. Just saying. Um, but whatever, that's been reworked. So now instead of it being a passive ability that happens on a critical hit or kill, happens on a kill, now you have to actively hold down the reload button to engage it. I like that because... I didn't really like having the 10 shots after a kill. Because if the five shots killed the enemy, odds are five shots are going to kill the next enemy too. <laughs> You've just <laughs> wasted five shots, you know? His friend will think twice about walking towards him. <laughs> yeah, so I do like that. I think that, in my opinion, is a buff. But it did get some pretty significant nerfs as well. So the damage was reduced by 20 percent this is not an insignificant amount of damage one fifth of its damage has just gone away and but they did just bring it up significantly in a previous patch yeah but they brought all shotguns up in a previous patch no but they did rework the lord of wolves okay you might be right i don't remember enough to argue with you so i'm gonna drop it at that but still one fifth now of you've the got damage me doubting myself is significant okay <laughs> Uh, no longer PVE damage and range bonuses on this effect have been removed, meaning the release the wolves perk. Um, they have been removed and replaced with a universal bonus damage instead. Again, kind of like that. That's just me. Other people might think it's a bigger nerf. I don't have a lot to say on the Lord of Wolves. Uh, it sucks that we lose one fifth of the damage, but I think the other changes made to this weapon. In my opinion, we're actually buffs, not nerfs. So I'm leaving that alone. With this weapon, is they've taken away the fun element again because this weapon has only come to the forefront of gameplay in recent months with the fact that you could go into a strike with three of you on solar burn and stand in front of a boss and just burn it down without being stomped, really. But that has straight. nothing to do with the exotic perk because the exotic no. perk doesn't trigger until you kill something. So No, but it was just... Drop your rift, all unload into the boss, and boss is gone. And it's that power fantasy, and that's something that they're reducing with the PVE damage. You know, that seems to be the conflicting. You know, Bungie wants to give us the power fantasy maybe in PvP, but they don't want to give us that same power fantasy in PvE. They're going to say, in PvP, we want you to be strong. In PvE, it breaks the game, you know, and you can just melt things See, too fast. I get the opposite reaction because people are complaining about how strong things are in PvP, and that's when Bungie starts to nerf things. Because in PvE, nobody really complains until they start complaining about PvP. And there's been a lot of streamers out there that have said that PvP broke Destiny because of all the nerfs and everything that happened in direct relationship to PvP. Does it, any one of you have the sleeper catalyst? Yeah. Nope. Okay, so what does the sleeper catalyst do? I don't know. I'd have to go look. I haven't used okay. the sleeper in a while. Because I heard um, quite a few YouTubers say that 
there's no point in actually getting the sleeper catalyst now. The amount of effort and hard work that you have to go through to get the sleeper catalyst, because you have to, isn't it? You have to do the hard mode um, Spiral Stars raid for a possibility to drop. So nobody's going to want to go and get that now. Nobody's going to want to put themselves through that for another nerfed weapon. The Spire of Stars isn't that hard, though. No, but the um, it was. But I don't think you'll find a lot of people doing the um, challenge mode of it now. Right. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. So the Super Catalyst it'll give you it'll add it'll give you a plus seventy five charge time and plus two ammo in reserves. So shoot faster, hold a little more ammo. So are you going to really try and put yourself through that to get a catalyst? The I think I just got it by happenstance. I wasn't actively mm -hmm. trying for it. I just I got it and I was like, oh, that's cool. Before we move on to the Ace of Spades, because that's more of a crucible PvP mm -hmm. kind of thing, I just want to discuss those uh, again. Two previous weapons, or three previous weapons. Sorry. Uh, okay. Flashback. Yeah, you got to do the flashback thing for you too, because I heard it. I listened to the podcast. <laughs> All right. Oh, can you do like the Bill and Ted? Not Bill and Ted. Uh, Wayne's World. Diddly do, diddly do, diddly do, diddly do. <laughs> Don't know if I can get away with that. Okay, that's fair. Oh, does, does it, you've got it right there. there. There's your clip right there. Problem solved. <laughs> All right, problem solved. Continue. Diddly do, diddly do, diddly do, diddly do. <laughs> with these weapons, I think they've got it in mind for, as I said, what's coming up in the future. So would they have not been better to have changed the boss encounters and not the weapons? I mean, how many bosses have stomp mechanics to knock you further All away? All of them? Even non-bosses? Which is why you find people using sniper rifles at a longer distance, because they can just constantly hit those headshots from a distance. There's no, there's nothing that encourages that close quarter attack. You know, Destiny 1, we had swords and exotic swords where you could take down a boss or in, um, so the Wrath of Machine with the spider woman Siva <laughs> fallen thing at the end, you could drop a bubble and just go to town on those legs with swords spinning round. That was fantastic because it gave you something else to do. You know, other people use rockets, but it was a combination of things where you could, it, the boss didn't stamp and it was good fun. It was a good mechanic. I don't understand why they couldn't implement something like that in these new raids and going on further Look, in Destiny 2. Don't get me started on the stop mechanic because that is a whole nother rant for a whole... But that is a reason why people use the ranged weapons on bosses. Yeah. Well, you can also use a sword. You know, the stomp mechanic's going to hurt you, but if you time the sword strike, you're not going to get knocked away. You're just going to get hurt yeah, really badly. <laughs> and you're not going to survive a second stomp. But it would encourage more people to get closer and use swords, use shotguns. Yeah, I mean, you'll you run in, you do your, your slamming fist and and um, do a debuff to the boss. But well, I'm completely from that... I, I stand by the stomp mechanic being the worst thing they've ever put in Destiny. By far. I, I absolutely hate that. Like, If I ever find the dev that made that, I would strap him to a table. And... That's how badly I hate that mechanic. So I, uh, with that, I did have a thing. Uh, again, I had another little epiphany. So they're thinking of possibly, you know, raid encounters being broken by the Whisper. So why not have a counter 
to the whisper perk. So on that specific encounter, why not have a debuff for anything that can? Well, they already have um, that. They already have shields. Whether they be rotating shields or just immunity, unless you do something to get rid of the. Immunity. But you know, in, you know, like in certain missions, we get a debuff. You know, you can't jump high, or you, you know, you're you're constantly poisoned, or things like that. Why didn't they have like a? I've called it a black hand, basically for a debuff. Oh, so you can't use white nail. That's racist. You can't use white nail on that specific encounter. Uh huh. Why not just put something simple as a debuff to certain things in certain encounters so that people could still use that weapon? Probably easy. In other encounters. It's probably easier to just nerf a weapon if we're being realistic. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it is. Like, you know, like the but same it adds reason, a bit more. Yeah, it's like the same reason they didn't take the, you know, the Luna's Howl and the Not Forgotten out of quick play. You know, and, and I think a lot of these changes go back to the problem of it being one world we're living in. I don't think they should. PVE and PVP. No, 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 no. I mean, not going to, obviously, you know, they're going to, they're going to nerf them instead, but I think that's sort of the problem we go back to is PVE and PVP being one thing. And that being at the root of a lot of these problems, if you make a change in one place, it's going to affect in the other place. And then how does that balance out? I would love to see Destiny three have some sort of delineation between these two where they could then make changes or, or have them build in a backend system to say, we can make these changes on one side and not the other side. And maybe it would give them, because I almost wonder if there's either not a way for them to do it or not a way for them to do it easily. Make these more granular but changes. Isn't that what they said with they can do Destiny that. 1 and Destiny 2? They, they, they can, said, going forward in Destiny 2, we can adjust these weapons individually right. and we can right. adjust these weapons in right. PvE and PvP. And they have done. But but here's the rub. They're nerfing, they're nerfing those two guns in the game mode that they were made for. We're not talking about this move on. That was last week. Yeah, well. I'm just but that's why I'm saying, why is there not a debuff in the specific encounters? Or right. that would be nice. complicated to make. They, you know, then you've got to make a decision to swap to a different weapon. And then it doesn't take the fun element out of going to those encounters and activities that you enjoy doing using those weapons. And you keep talking about the fun element, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think that it takes the, the fun, fun I don't think I don't think it takes the fun element out if I have a weapon that I can just shoot. Respawn and doesn't play that. games for fun. <laughs> he has no fun or joy in his life. <laughs> Shut up. Um, no, what I'm saying is, you keep saying, oh, well, they, they do this in order to keep things fun. I enjoy tagging people in the head with the Whisper. You just took away my fun by nerfing the Whisper. Or, but the, or, or the Lunas Howl or the Not Forgotten. I enjoy three-shotting people. You're taking away my fun by doing but those that's, nerfs. But that's what I'm saying. If they put, like, what I called it as a black hand debuff in say this raid encounter so rather than using white nail it just pulls from your reserves so they're using the nerf that they've suggested but it's only in certain areas that this black hand is going to be relevant in so people can still use the weapon they can still yeah, have but people are only using the weapon in shots. those specific encounters to begin with that that's the whole reason they're doing this is because yes but it still gives you it would still give them the opportunity to use those weapons, but rather than pull from thin air, it would pull from reserves because the black hand debuff you're, you're, is what you're on saying the screen. Is, what you're saying is six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. You're saying the same thing that they're already doing, right? You're saying in specific encounters, give them, like you said, the black hand perk. 
Well, mm -hmm. this gun is only used in specific encounters. So no, that but I'm saying no going forward in certain encounters where they can foresee that this is going to be an issue, why can they not just put a debuff for those specific things? Like the ricochet, they could put a debuff for that, that it doesn't ricochet off surfaces in this room. You know, and... Uh, but again, so again people can still have their fun and use it in the encounters that have already been and are in the game now. I think that's the, the problem is because people mm. want to use the weapon in the encounters that they are now, mm. like in the last wish or the scourge of the past. Right. But going forward, Bungie want to say, right, we're going to nerf this weapon or we're going to stop the possibility of this weapon being too powerful. Just put a debuff. That's all you need to do. Get to a boss encounter. It's got a debuff on it. All throughout the rest of the game, if you're going through a strike, you can use that weapon, pull as much ammo as you like out of thin air, shoot all the mini bosses all the way through, you get to that end encounter, and it's got a debuff on the screen, and you can only use like the 12 or 18 bullets that are in the magazine. Once that's gone, if there's no heavy on the floor for you to pick up, that's it, it's gone. But again, it gives the player a choice to use that weapon. Do you go with that weapon? I, I see and what you're saying, but at, that point, that, time, time? at that point in time, I'm looking. I'm trying to see it from your perspective, but all I can see is the domino effect, right? So now you've gotten to this encounter where you can't use the Whisper. So now your only option no, is to use... No, but you can use the Whisper, you're not but it pulls from your reserves yes, rather than your... I understand. This yeah. is what I'm saying. You go into this encounter, they're like, oh, well, we can't use this effectively, so we're going to use Sleeper or the Arbalesque, right? And now that, beco that becomes the go-to weapon for that encounter. Well, now Destiny sees, well, all everybody's using is the Arbalesque. Let's nerf the Arbalesque. It's a domino effect. But they've obviously tested these other weapons. Don't say obviously, because there's a <laughs> lot of stuff that Bungie does that I find very questionable. Okay. But when we first did um, Kingsfall and there were debuffs on the screen, nobody knew what these debuffs were. You, you remember having to run around that room and have a debuff of shooting orbs and doing different things. In encounters in raids, uh, we're now attuned to these debuffs. So I think dropping a debuff on somebody is a little bit har less harsh than nerfing a weapon because people would have gone into that raid encounter thinking, oh, I could use Whisper. Oh, there's a debuff on the screen. What does that mean? And when they start using Whisper or anything like um, Lunar Faction or Rally Barricade and there's a consequence to the weapon that they're using, they think, oh, okay, well, I can use this weapon up right. to a point. I, I get what you're saying. You're saying the same thing in a different way. I, I get it. I just don't agree with it. But I'm, no, but I'm saying that we've had debuffs in encounters in raids and strikes previous. Yes, I know. So what is the issue with now putting a slightly different debuff in the I can't answer that question, but it's still a weapon nerf, in my opinion. Even if it's only in that one boss room and that one encounter. You're still forcing somebody to use a different weapon other than the one. That but you get used. super nerfs, don't you? I remember my light being drained. Where was that? Um, that that must have been in Scourge of the Past. No, not Scourge of the Past. The um, room. Uh, yeah, well, it wasn't the room with the. You had to do the relay race back to the middle of the left and right. Relay race, yeah. I can't, um, remember, I can't remember what that was called now. On tier two and tier three of um, Reckoning, if you have to fight the. Um, was it the um, thingy of Oryx, the shadow of Oryx on that final platform? That thing can drain your light as well. 
what is the issue with you know debuffs and draining lights or draining ammo from your your, your reserves i'd be okay with them draining ammo because well, that, that that isn't a specific weapon nerf though you're not saying they can't use the sleeper you're saying they can't use any heavy weapon Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see fine we we do it that way the black can just steals your ammo <laughs> you got to kill ads to refill it i mean i'd be okay with that you go into a room you have no sleeper ammo or heavy ammo you got to do a boss phase kill ads and then you'll get ammo and then you can do at least the second boss phase with whatever right yeah i don't know but that's what i'm saying there are things that they could have done <laughs> right okay so ace of spades it's been buffed Oh, I'm sorry. Ha! Nerfed. That's the word. Just kidding. Right. No, it's been nerfed. Um, Bungie said Ace of Spades is pretty hot in the Crucible. I disagree. This is bad verbiage. It is pretty hot in the Crucible on PC. We and have PC only. And PC only. We have to specify that. But yet everybody's getting the nerfs. So, ha! Yay! Anyway. <clears throat> so, Ace of Spades is pretty hot in the Crucible on PC. And has been since its inclusion in Destiny 2. Hey, I'm illiterate, by the way. The number of perks on the weapon combined with the semi-permanent effect of Memento Mori gives the weapon too many advantages compared to other weapons. Now that Memento Mori ends when you stole the weapon, you'll need to make a decision on whether or not you'll keep the weapon drawn to retain the bonus. I don't think that's much of a nerf, honestly, because if, if the weapon is that good, you have it out all the time anyway? Question? Uh, Memento Mori now ends if the weapon is stowed. Got that. PvP bonus of Memento Mori was slightly reduced to prevent two tapping guardians while Vengeance, one-eyed mask, was active. I love how they have to specify the Titan on there. Not because you're two tapping with just anything. No. Because the Titan can two tap. Once again, we're going back to the whole Titans are way too overpowered. Guys, Bungie, go to Bungie's feedback forums and tell them all about it. Oh, I have, man. You know how many paragraphs are on there from me? They probably banned me by now. I swear. Zero. <clears throat> there's, there's a few. Uh, Memento Mori is active for six shots again, up from five. Okay, so above, above, we found it. Yeah. Okay, no. <laughs> I honestly don't even think it was nerfed that bad, except for the Memento Mori perk. Right, that that was never pretty bad. Just the damage on the perk is what I mean. Them stowing the weapon and pulling it back out and it's still being there. Yes, that is overpowered. I will agree that is overpowered. But if the gun is that good on PC, I can't really see them swapping back and forth very often unless you know they go CQC with a shotgun or something. You know, do a shotgun or ape slide thing. But other than that, they're going to keep it out probably seventy five percent of the time, eighty percent guessing. I mean, if you Think about it. The gun has so many perks on it. it you've does. got the Momentum Mori. Mm-hmm. You've got the radar mm-hmm. from looking down sights. And you can hold the charge. It, it was definitely, you know, going along the lines of it, something needs to be taken away from this gun. And um, this is the way of mm, sort of nerfing it. <laughs> Cammy Cakes did come up with a, a good suggestion for changing it. He says, what happens if Memento Mori only procs on headshot kills and removing high caliber as a more suitable change? Again, they haven't consulted him, so he's upset. 
<laughs> yeah, and, and that would be a good change to the weapon where a skill weapon requires skill to make the skill weapon do good things. And maybe there's something else, you know, with the, the sleeper and the Whisper of the Worm where, you know, maybe you could have, you know, have it proc on certain, certain aspects. I mean, PvP, obviously, easier. you can say, you know, do this on headshots, do this on something where, again, you've got a high skill player with a high skill weapon. You have to use that high skill to get the full benefit out of it. I think you, I think you guys are di- diving too deep into this. Honestly, I think that this quote-unquote nerf actually isn't too bad, right? They, they, they toned it down a little bit so Titans can't two-tap, which is fine, right? Um, but other than that, I don't really see any severe nerfs aside from Memento Mori going away if you stow it. I'm okay with these changes, yeah. honestly. You know, this isn't too but, bad. This is something you can work around, I think. Uh, no, but I think the an issue that has been brought up in the community, and Cool Guy says it very plainly in his um, YouTube video, this is one exotic on one character that the problem lies with. It, the problem is that, that it lies with the exotic armor, not the weapon. Mm-hmm. So the one-eyed musk is a thing that needs to kind of be tuned, Gee, not the weapon. You think? <laughs> but they already nerfed I mean, our one-eyed mask. We nerfed it already. It was terrible. But the, Sorry. I, uh, they're saying uh, that... Oh, hold on. Wait till I, we get I, the whole armor I, portion I, of this rant. Then I don't better. care about the one-eyed mask being nerfed. As long as I don't touch my lovely synthesis, we'll be fine. And even if they do, I'll move to something else. But Cool Guy also points out that Bottom Tree Striker can two-tap with Frontal Assault. You can also two-tap with a Kindle Orchid that has Kill Clip and Rampage. Uh-huh. So with Memento Mori, you've got to kill, get a kill previously. Mm-hmm. Same with Frontal Assault. Same with Kindle Orchid with the Kill, kill Clip and, and Rampage. rampage. Yep. So it's the same kind of situation you have to get a kill before you get the two tap kill but you can still do it without the one-eyed mask it doesn't make any sense why you're touching a weapon because of an exotic helmet right and and we're right back to a an exotic weapon now being the same thing as a legendary weapon if you've got a kindle orca with the right rolls you can do the same thing or a bottom three striker titan you can do basically the same thing i have that kindle orchid it is nasty See, Kindle Orchid is a 150 nasty. RPM hand cannon. Ace of Spades is a 150 RPM hand cannon. No, I can attest to that. I have the Kindle Orchid with the with the Kill Clip and Rampage. It's disgusting. Also, it's absolutely disgusting. Another weapon that you can use is the Sturm. It has a trait, Storm and Stress. So it kills with Drang, which is the sidearm that if you pair it with, grants bonus precision damage until the next reload. But it also doesn't stop there. You don't need to use Drang. Kills with any energy weapon grant bonus precision damage until the next reload so there's another weapon that's got a higher damage output because i think it's a 110 rpm can that can be used instead of ace but that can two tap it, the mind boggles with the wording of what they the reasoning behind what they're doing with ace i don't mm-hmm. use ace but i can still feel the pain that other players are going to go through for this because of one eyed up mask yeah is <sighs> look at this point i hate the fact that titans are so op i've made that abundantly clear but i don't think the one-eyed mask needs to be nerfed i think the other two classes need to have an equivalent exotic that's what i think if the, if the titans can run around with this type of exotic why don't the other two classes have something similar I, it's a good it's a great exotic if i wasn't just boycotting my titan because of how op titans are right now I would absolutely use it. I have it. I would absolutely use it. It's a great exotic. But my problem isn't with the exotic. My problem is with 
it makes Titans too powerful without something to balance the other two classes to do the same thing. That's my problem. So they're they're nerfing this again. I'm not really, or they're, they're not nerfing the one-eyed mask. I'm sorry. They're nerfing the Ace of Sage because of the one-eyed mask. At least that's what this verbiage tells us. Mm. Right? So, Like I was saying, it doesn't make any sense because there are other weapons and things that you can use. Yeah. And so, exactly like you said, there's other weapons that are just as bad. You know? So they're not stopping there, are they, Bungie? No, oh, they're not. No, no, no. So here's... Zotikama is next under the chopping board. This is the actual respawn rant for today. The whole thing has been called the respawn rant because there's just a whole lot of going on. But this is the actual respawn rant because this is truly what has gotten under my skin since I heard this. Okay, before you rant... Let's have Parody do some talking because we've missed his soothe. Parody doesn't need to talk. He has nothing to rant about because his Titan's amazing and beautiful and has had about two hours of play this entire week. You better not. <laughs> nope. Nope. This, I've been waiting all week. Let him read what Bungie said. Oh. I will read the I will read the Bungie part, then you can read the actual changes. The skull of Diamankara, etc. 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 Okay, okay. Take all it away. You, buddy. So exotic weapons on the chopping block. Exotic armor, next up on the chopping block. So along with the weapons we've already talked to death, we'll be making some changes to, to some exotic armor pieces. Primarily, we're paying attention to the exotic armor that grant back super energy. We felt they are increasingly becoming must-pick gear choices. Orb generation from teammates is meant to be the best way to accelerate your super gener generation. These exotics are allowing players to bypass this teamwork mechanic by generating a large amount of super energy without relying on any other player's orbs. Also, because these items are so overwhelmingly strong in situations where players face off against a large number of enemies, some activities were designed considering the use of the armor such as the Orpheus Rigs, the Phoenix Protocol, the Skull of Dire Amankara, etc. This means if someone in your farm team doesn't have one of these super exotic equips, the activity becomes more difficult. We're making some changes to these art pieces to try to preserve their power fantasy, but still leave them as viable choices for difficult activities without making the players feel like they must have them equipped or be at a huge disadvantage like trying to run, say, a Crota Raid without the Galahorn and Destiny 1, or running a bottom street Striker Titan before they took away his orb-generating fantasies and be able to run through the entire Whisper quest on one duper. So we now have Respawn, who would like to soothingly, calmly bring us over the super-generating exotic changes we're going to see in the Season of Opulence. There's nothing soothing or calming about anything that's about to occur, just so that you know. <clears throat> okay, so let's start off. Once again, guess who's not really getting nerfed by these changes that we've seen thus far? Titans. Titans are having one, one armor piece nerf. Warlocks are having two. Hunters are having three armor pieces nerfed. Once again, why the hell is everybody targeting hunters with such gleeful abandon and hateful disregard? I don't even know if that fits. I'm just angry. Shh. Okay, so these things, like 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 Bungie said, some some events were built specifically with these exotics in mind. So if you nerf these exotics, are you going to change those encounters? That's my first thing. I don't think they're going to change those encounters at all. So what they're going to do is they're going to nerf the exotics that these th th that these events were designed around, and now we still have to do the events without the piece of gear that we need to do it effectively. Thanks, Bungie! And getting back to the whole, which ones are getting nerfed. So we have the Skull of Dire, Ahamkara, 
Orpheus Rigs, and Phoenix Protocol are now receiving super energy back with diminishing returns, making it rarer to get a full super back when used. Has anybody, anybody listening, ever thought to themselves, wow, I hate the fact that I make too many orbs, or wow, I've got my super back already. This is a shame. I'm not having any fun. No, the game is all about the power fantasy. These help us live out our power fantasies. We enjoy getting our super backs and just deleting entire mobs of enemies. It's fun. That's what makes the game fun. Why are you taking it away from us, Bungie? You're not going to get the full super back in PvP. This is only in PvE. Have you ever tethered somebody? Well, it probably has happened. I'm not going to go there. But let's put it like this. How often can you tether somebody inside the Crucible and get your super back? I haven't seen it happen hardly ever, if at all. Just as an example, Skull of Dire Ahamkara. All right, you know what? I'll admit that one is a really, really good exotic. <laughs> I use that on my Warlock all the time. Okay, it is honestly OP, right? You hit, some, you hit two or three people, you have most, if not all, of your super back, and that does occur pretty often in PvP. I've done that myself. It's, it's fun. Sorry. Phoenix Protocol. That only happens in PvE, right? I mean, technically, I guess if you have a bunch of morons rushing you while you're in your Wall of Radiance, I guess you could get your super back. But I don't think it's likely, if I'm being honest. Because the time it takes you to kill them, them to respawn and run back to you inside your well, could you even get your super back in that amount of time? I don't think you could. So that's obviously a PvE thing only. So. From my perspective, they're taking the best parts of PvE and the best exotic armors to use for PvE, these must-pick gear choices, away from us, which is effectively stripping us of our fun. There's Why, though? Why? I enjoy using Orpheus rigs. Unless I'm in PvP, those Orpheus rigs are permanently glued to my hunter's legs. I never change them for anything else. When I go to PvP, I put on the Shards of Galinar, which, by the way, is also on the chopping block. We'll get to that in a minute. But just, it's, why? Can anybody tell me why? Somebody. Why is having a must-pick gear choice a bad thing? It makes the game fun. How many people have complained about a hunter generating tons of orbs in a strike? Nobody. Because it's a good thing. Me and Pan were playing, not Pan, me and Blue Screen were playing the other day. We were doing uh, uh, forges. He had the Well of Radiance with the Phoenix Protocol. I had the Tether with the Orpheus Rigs. And he was laughing so hard, he was choking. <laughs> you should have heard him. He was actually choking. He was coughing. He was laughing so hard because we had our supers the entire time. It was amazing. It was fun. It, it, it causes people to laugh, to enjoy themselves, to enjoy your game. So why are you taking it away? So that somebody uses a different exotic? We don't use those exotics because we don't want them. There is no exotic. If you nerf my Orpheus rigs and my shards of Galinar and my Gwenson vest into Oblivion, there's no other exotic I'm going to want to use. It's not like... You know, no, no, what, what? No. I, I know exactly what exotic you're going to use. 
Aeon Swift. I will drop kick. <laughs> but you did prove my point. You proved my point. There's no other really yes. good exotics to use in that situation. In PvP, uh, the hunters have the, the worm husk. You dodge, it gives you health back. Hunters have that. I use that in PvP sometimes. But aside from that, or the shards of Galinar, what else are you going to use? You know? You would have to completely switch your game, your, your, your play style. It's going to go back to the whole, at least for hunters, the, 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 the one-shot golden gun, you know, with six times damage. It's going to go back to that if they take away all these other things. And how long until that exotic gets nerfed? It seems like anytime we find things that are fun to do, Bungie has to take it away, which to me is stupid. People are already having to figure out why they play your game. Why they're not going out and playing other games like Borderlands 3, which is coming out, like new expansions to games like Monster Hunter World, like, like so many other games that are coming out, and you're taking away the fun aspects of your game? Have you been drinking bleach? What is wrong with you? Stop doing stupid things, Bungie. Oh, we had to create encounters designed specifically for exotics. And that's what's fun about them. You get, you get times to use these things specifically. Where it's enjoyable. And now, again, going back, now that we don't have those exotics the way that they were originally designed, are you going to change those encounters that they were designed for? I doubt it. So now you've just made the game more difficult and less fun. For what reason? Again, I'd like to go back to the previous point that I made with um, debuffs in specific encounters. Why not have a compressed light debuff? on the specific encounter you don't want people generating their supers back or creating loads of orbs for everyone using these specific um, exotic pieces makes sense to me go into that encounter it does it does make sense you're not going to be able to get and i can't argue with you the full amount I, back whereas if you did stuff that you're doing now that people are enjoying like you were saying the forges they're still hard let's face it those forges aren't easy and we are not the type of players that can solo those forges. We will still die in those rifts with all the amount of pit enemies that are still shooting us. We will still die when we're tethering. It makes no sense to nerf these um, super generating things because of something that's coming. Because they're doing what they should yeah, do. Just put a, mm. Yeah, Put a debuff on the specific thing that you don't want people using these to their full advantage on. People will, yes, they'll find a way around it, and they're always going to, but that's the problem. People will still find a, way, still find a way around what you're doing to these exotics now, and it'll be that top 10% who will then filter it down in YouTube videos, will then filter down to other people, who will then filter it down to other people. And it'll but, always be But that's be my the point. Same. People are always going to find a way. It's just not going to be yeah. as fun. With this, you haven't got people trying to seek out the way that you're going to you know, break the game. If you've got a debuff on that specific thing, even if you bring up other exotics and, and change them to generate more super energy and things like that or just orbs if there's a debuff on that encounter you still won't be able to you know do stupid things basically on that encounter you don't need to be able to do what bungie have guided you to what you can do which is it's more of a compromise yeah and if you think back to honest. d1 right let's go back to d1 for just a minute tether hunter 
we would generate a ton of orbs for everybody, but we never got orbs for ourselves. You had to have multiple tether hunters out so they could generate yeah. orbs for each other or a, a Titan bubble train. As an example, all these things where you would have to depend on other people to get your orbs. And it was, it was okay. We figured it out. But whenever I played D2 and I saw that Orpheus rig exotic, and then I saw that I can get my own super back when I use it. What? That I love that so much. I love that idea that since I got those Orpheus rigs, I've never really used anything else. And it's not because I don't have choices. Bungie, there's choices out there, and whenever I do feel bored on some occasions, I'll swap to something else and just do ridiculous things with blue screen. We found all kinds of little quirks and things that you know all these other exotics have that we find fun for a while. But ultimately, we enjoy using what's most fun for us, and for me, that's the Orpheus Riggs. So I don't know how many other people out there, Skull of Dire Ahm Ahamkara, Orpheus Riggs, Phoenix Protocol, Shards, Ursa Furiosa, Gwent's Invest, how many people out there is this their favorite exotic? This is the only thing that they use. Not because there's nothing better, but because it's what they enjoy using. I think we'll put a pin in that and come back to that point yeah. with Destiny 1 and the fun. But I mean, that, but, that's my whole point about this exotic armor. That's why I'm so about this. It's because they're nerfing, especially hunters, right? That's a whole different topic that I've beaten to a bloody pulp, how they're always messing with hunters specifically. But whatever. Moving past that, they are taking away our ability to recover our own supers. That is a new thing in Destiny 2, and we love it. Why are you trying to take it away from us? You've, you've just split up with a major company. You're trying to figure out how you're going to finance your future. So you do this by taking away things we enjoy? In what universe does that make any sense? That's what I don't get. Why are you doing these things to your players like me? all the time i don't need more fuel for the fire i can do that myself i need you to give me a game that i can enjoy playing it is a game it is supposed to be fun it is supposed to be something i enjoy doing but when you do things like this it just and i go play other things instead of your game sorry shards of galanor and ursa furiosa had their super game caps reduced to be in party you should know you should know how to read that word right shards of galanor and Ursa Furiosa have their super energy gain caps reduced to be in parity with other super exotic changes. I can understand that with the Ursa Furiosa. I can. But there was another YouTuber, I want to say Fallout. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I want to say Fallout said the Shards of Galanor are already kind of in a niffy place. They're not consistent. I've taken out entire groups of people in PvP and only gotten half of it back. I've taken out one guy in PvP and gotten two-thirds of it back. It's highly inconsistent on the amount of super energy that it gives you back. So you can have the Ursus feel. Yeah, and the Ursus feels sort of the same way. You can walk through a whole mob of enemies and have like no super back, or you can walk through a whole mob of enemies and have your, you know, three quarters of your super back. It sort of seems like hit and miss, but it counts as damage. Yeah, I uh, guess. Yeah. The Ursus irk me at the moment with that. You know, you don't always get a full super back. Yeah. After that and, previous and it's the same thing with shards, did. right? I don't think shards needs to be messed with. Or Ursa Furiosa, for that example. You need to get them so that they're consistent first. And then we, maybe we can see where we go from there. The thing is, with the Ursas, you have to take so much damage to get it back 100%. And if you slip and fall on a, fall on a banana skin, basically, mm -hmm. and don't get 
yeah, <laughs> and die, you don't get that super right. back. You've you've just lost yeah, everything. You get nothing. Everything back. that you're trying to work towards, you know. So, yeah. So I mean, those I don't think need to be nerfed at all. They're like, oh well, you know, the super gain caps have been reduced. I don't think I've ever gotten my super back fully with the shards. Period. Then you're not doing it right. Obviously, the thing that with the the thing with the Ursas is we're not doing any damage to the boss or to whatever you're trying to damage. Mm -hmm. We are basically protecting the rest of the team. There is uh, a damage yeah. buff to two, three, four, five other players that are shooting through. Right. Your, and um, the only damage you can do is if you're if like if you're playing say Gambit and you walk through a group of enemies and you've got that middle tree sentinel on, where you're strapping detonators to their chest, it will proc the detonators on your enemies. But yeah, but but you're not you're not dealing any damage. You're not putting out any DPS to anything. You are you're just basically a support. It, th that reminds you know, me of D1 Bubble Titan and Orpheus Rig. D1 Bubble Titan with uh, I forgot what perk it was, but you popping your shield and having it attacked. That's the one. That was an amazing, amazing skill, right there. And it sounds to me like. But with those. You, you could pop the bubble and you could reap the rewards from the bubble. But with this, you are basically supporting the team. Unlike the other two supports with the Phoenix Protocol and the Orpheus Rigs, they're different because you can activate those things and then you can do yes. damage. Whereas with the Titan, it makes no sense for it to be nerfed for that because you are supporting the rest of the team. So they're a man down, but they're protected. Yeah. So the idea is to have that that Titan get his super back so that he can continue to protect his team. I think that's already balanced, right? If you gave the Ursa Furiosa in PVE, let me be specific, or even Gambit, PVE or Gambit, if they could get their full super back, I'd be okay with that because you're, I, you're see, I don't mind the way it is now. I can work with that. But if they're saying that there's an issue with it, maybe do reduce damage from outgoing fire to an enemy. Okay, you mean the fire that goes through? Okay, I see. Well, yeah. yeah. So if if they're saying there's an issue with the reason why you've got it up, the reason why you've got it up is because the extra damage and you're protecting your team. So maybe nerf the damage that you're outputting to the boss. Well, I don't even think that's necessarily a thing because the team is already nerfed. The team is a man down. Yes, they're protected and they're staying alive, but they're a man down. So that's what I'm saying. If he, if, if my Titan got his super back fully to keep protecting us, and we're we're essentially debuffed because we have a man down, that's fine. In PVE, like I said, in PVP, I don't want one of these guys running around the corner with an Ursa Furiosa, and my teammate behind me thinks it's a good idea to shoot this guy's shield, only to give him his full super back. I don't agree with that aspect of it, but as far as PVE goes, I'd leave it alone. I really would. I mean, cool guy and Fallout both say in their YouTube videos, they both point out that super mods aren't being touched or even talked about. And in Fallout's video, he explains the reasons why the super mods are so um, widely used, especially in comp with super generation. But Bungie aren't even saying anything about that. I think um, he was saying we, yeah. yeah, he was saying we, no, um, the chaperone, <laughs> and getting kills with the chaperone. He can get his super in PvP in just over a minute. Mm -hmm. That is ridiculous. Is. Now, if you're doing that in PVE, 
with all the other thing weapons that you can get to generate extra supers i think um telesto does doesn't it with a certain warlock yeah. build but you imagine that five super mods that and that it it's ridiculous what you can actually do with generating a super really quickly oh, yeah. with my warlock i i but it I doesn't make any sense the, the one with the horns uh Oh god, I can't remember what it is now. But void Nezirak void sin? damage. Void damage kills. Nezirak yeah, sin, that's it. Nezerak Sin with my um my Telesto or even my uh Kindle Orchid. I get my super back sub one minute. That's amazing. Mm. I love that. Again, stop breaking stuff, Bungie. Don't you go after that exotic next. But Cool Guy also says that he points out that nerfing these exotics will not make the Mechanist Trek sleeves go a, a go-to now, or Lucky Raspberry or Gemini Jesters, Wings of Sacred Dawn, any of those any better. They're still going to be used mm -hmm. as nothing else is going to take its place. And that's place. back to my other point about you're just making it less fun. That's all Bungie's mm. doing. Because nobody's going to use different exotics. Well, I don't want to say nobody. Once these exotic, exotics get nerfed, people are going to use other things. I get that. But for the people like me, that are still going to use the Orpheus rigs and the Shards of Galanor, all you've done is you've made the game less fun for me. You've made it more likely for me to go play something else that I do find more fun, that I still have the power fantasy, as it were. I just yeah, don't... I mean, it's, it's fun to play like this. Um, this is what some of the player base loves. The ones that have stuck with the game so far, Yeah. you know, why are there only three exotics that are available that can do this? Why are they not more? Yeah. You know, why don't you we have to open up the playstyles, right? Yeah. Right. Why do we have? Why are they saying that people are having to rely on these three? It's because you created these three. I mean, armor changes because they're good they've... and we enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, armor change is understandable, <laughs> yeah. but why have they been made like this? It's not like Bungie are a new company. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's their first game. It's not like it's a new IP. This is D two. Surely knowing what people did in D1, you know, with burning down of bosses and string supers, orb generation, with some clue not to put these items back into D2, mm -hmm. you know, or put them in with potential to have so much crutch on them or, or to be so overpowered, it's a must-have. Uh, I mean, we all remember the days of if you haven't got a Galahorn, you don't get into the quota rate <laughs> on LFGs anyway. Right. But then they've created their own worst enemy in these exotics. They're saying that these exotics like are crutch It's uh, not crutch their own exotics. worst enemies. The exotics are good. There's nothing wrong with the exotics. The only problem no, but is we don't saying... have more exotics that are on that level. That's the problem. But there's... I mean, that's what they're saying. They're saying that these are the ones that the players rely on for these specific things. But they created the, these specific things and they've created these exclusive armor pieces that people will want to use because they are fun. But again, it's because they haven't got anything else to fall back on. You know, we all, <laughs> what were they thinking with those Aeon things that they came out with? Nobody uses. They've all been sharded or infused into something else. You know. Remember those YouTube videos what? where they actually tried to make use of them? They actually had their fire team using all of them, and they were just yeah. absolute. <laughs> like these YouTubers tried to make it work. They tried to make it do something. And even using it to its fullest potential, it pales in comparison to 
am I wrong for saying this? Every other exotic? <laughs> I mean, come on. But but I've got a sh- an exotic that refills my submachine guns when I switch submachine guns because I run around with two submachine guns. So, you know, I look. I have been using that. It's good. Look, fun. I think, I think me and Blue were the first. Well, I think I'm the one that came up with it first, and then I taught it to Blue Blue Screen. Me and Blue had so much fun with that build. So much fun. And Blue, even the other day, he was playing with me. He goes, I miss playing with you. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. <laughs> He's he just goes, lying no. to you. But yeah, He's just saying what you want to hear. Obviously. And he says, because we have so much fun. We, we try out new things, and we, we have fun doing stupid stuff, right? Because it's, it's he and I. That's how we function. And yeah, we'll use different exotics to see what they do. But in the end, if I'm playing serious, I'm using my go-tos because they're good. You don't want us to use these? Don't nerf them, Bungie. Be intelligent about this. Don't take away fun. Add more fun. Give us different options that are just as good, but in different ways. How about that? As, as, as a mind-blowing concept for you devs out there that think it's a good idea to keep taking away the cool <laughs> give us something else to put in its spot that we will also enjoy just as much, but maybe in a different way, you know? Maybe I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't have any ideas. I, I'm, I'm, give me, give me a day. Give me a two, give me a week. I'll come up with some stuff. Point is, is you've had how many years <laughs> to come up with stuff? And, and, and this is the best you can do? Really? Exotic boots that let me slide to maybe sometimes deflect incoming projectiles. <laughs> I thought those were going to be super overpowered when they came out. And then when we actually yeah. started, well, and then they came out broken they for one. Yeah. So that's always fun. It's crazy. Whatever. As a counterpoint to um, our arguing over these things getting nerfed, Datto's got a good video explaining that the power fantasy that we currently have at the moment has been affecting the power creep. And he has a good argument as to why Bungie are doing this. And it's worth a watch. But he also says that the weak exotics need to be buffed to balance this out. So I will link Datto's video, Fallouts, and Cool Guys in the show notes this week well the last exotic that's on the chopping block we talked about last week so i'm not really going to go into it but it's the gwyn's invest it's had its energy reduced from 15 percent to eight percent for killing one or two guardians also um like we mentioned before one of the big nerfs was you can still you know melee across the map but that second that you hit a guardian your super is basically gone so also, another nerf to another hunter exotic. Uh, a lot of people were happy to see this. I'm a little because I like the Gwyn's Invest the way it was because it finally gave me an opportunity to get revenge on some of these titans that have been one-shot meleeing me all match. But I'm a little salty, I'll admit. Um, but yeah, we've already been over that. I'm not going to go over it again. Uh, we also went over Cool Guy and Fallout Plays, uh, nerfs, videos. I think that's it for the rant. Um, if you don't if you don't understand why nerfing some of these exotics are a bad thing, you know, even if Dado kind of explains from his point of view why they're a good thing, he's not he's not wrong. But I just don't agree personally. I don't like having the things that I enjoy taken away from me just because Bungie thinks that it's overpowered. I play your game because I like to feel overpowered. I like to fly around. I like to, you know, pull a golden gun out of nowhere and just one shot, 
you know, a boss, whatever. I enjoy doing these things. That's why I play your game. When you begin to take these things away from me, you make me not want to play your game. And not only am I the one that feels like this, but look at all the other players that have stopped playing since its launch. That should be enough of an indicator on its own, Bungie. Shape up, stop making stupid decisions, and for God's sake, reach out to your player base before you enact these changes so that you can see the reaction of people before you do them. That, that's something that I wanted to bring up is in the TWAB, they mentioned that there's a conversation between us and them. Honestly, like you were saying earlier, you haven't had a conversation. Nobody, as far as I know, in the whole community has had a conversation about these changes. You know, it's too late to start a conversation now with this is what we're doing. That's not a conversation. That's a one side. Yeah, that's the know, conversation argument. they're having. They're like, hey, this is what we're going to do. And then the conversation is people complaining about why that's a bad idea. That's the conversation is people saying what's it's, bad about your game. Instead of having those kinds of conversations, why don't you have a more constructive one and say, hey, we're thinking about enacting these changes. What do you think? Hey, that is a bad idea. If you do that, I'm going to go play Borderlands 3. <laughs> yeah i mean it's too late to start one now once you've put these in place and they're adamant that these are coming because like you said with the programming and everything else everything's been put in place it's coming there's nothing that anybody could do about it no amount of moaning no about of complaining on the forums at this point of time these are, these are the changes that are going to go through even though they may be rectified later on this is what we're going to have to deal with now I don't understand if there were concerns about these items, why were they not raised, you know, months back saying we want your feedback on this, this and this. And I know Cosmo's done it several times in previous TWABs and on Twitter. There's been, oh, what do you think of this? Oh, what do you think of that? So why haven't they done it this time? They could have done any, you know, they could have asked us, you know, what do you think of X, Y and Z? And they could have just been secretly trying to look at what X did, but they just want our feedback on Y and Z as well. Look, if you, you know, so they didn't have to specifically say one thing. I th or it could have been X, I Y, and Z. I think they don't really need to have a conversation about things that they're doing in the game that'll be like, hey, we're bringing in a new weapon. Hey, we're bringing in a new stage. Here. Things that are going to be like bonus material, let that be a surprise. I don't care. But if you, if no, you're but going what to nerf something, no, I, I understand what you're saying. What I'm saying is, before you're going to make a nerf across the board of any kind, talk to your people. Talk to your fan base. Don't just make the nerf and then be like, what have we done? Oh, everybody hates it. Yeah, because you didn't tell anybody before you made the change. We could have told you that's a bad idea. Don't do that. You know? I mean, we, we know that, that new catalysts are coming into the game in the next couple of months. Maybe these are going to affect the weapons. We don't know because they're not saying anything to us. They, it could be data in the background, which we don't know about, that's helped them inform their decisions. But again, as a community, we don't know about, and that's frustrating. But how often has a nerf netted in something positive happening after they've up after they've done a... The Queenbreaker went away, although that was a fix more than a nerf, so 50-50 there? I don't know. I like the Queensbreaker. I think the Queensbreaker was better than the freaking sleeper. But what is quite funny, listening to basically what Respawn has said today, but, and you, um, Parody, something that I think all the community are aware of, 
and it was mentioned on the last word podcast with Abontus. They call it a honeymoon period with these weapons. They give us a great gun. They give us an amazing quest. We play it. We enjoy it for a while. And then, bam, they hit us with the nerf. The whole community, you know, are up in arms about it. And it seems to just go round and round in circles. The whole community now have their eyes open uh, to this tactic. And now there are concerns over Outbreak Perfected. Because again, like the Whisper, a weapon that's brought back from D1, go through a fantastic mission, really hard to accomplish. Weapon is overpowered in situations, you know, especially if you're stacking players with the boss damage, you do the suppression. It's fantastic now. But just wait, give it a couple of months and it'll be exactly the Whisper. They'll hit it with an earth because it's too overpowered. But they should have seen it coming. And we as a community now see it coming because it's happened again. We give yeah, we give you a weapon. You you have about a year or so to play with that weapon. Then a year? The weapon. Ha! Sleeper yeah. Sleeper Sleeper came out. I, I looked up the sleeper. It was about like yeah, it was like a year, eighteen months. I mean Whisper is, I think it's been less than that, but but yeah, I mean I mean whatever it is. Ace of Spades. You, you, you've got a weapon that comes out. Ace of Spades I mean, has not been out a year. I mean, I didn't say Ace of Spades, but I mean, I would like to go back and look. I would love to have, again, put together a timeline on some of these things. But I think some of it is, too, is with the turnover of seasons, with the turnover of content, we're also seeing a turnover of weaponry. And we've seen that since the beginning. They've, that should be by that choice. The beginning of it. That should be by choice, though. We should, should, we should see new weapons. But the beginning has, has, you know, and I think, I think like they said in that, in that Go Fast Update developer video, they said, you know, in D one, maybe we should have nerfed some things that we didn't nerf. So I think maybe they've gone, they've of course corrected too far the other direction, saying let's nerf the things overly, and hopefully they'll pull that back. Or you know, maybe we'll start to pull that back and say, you know, let's let's find a happy let's find a happy medium here because not nerfing things was a problem, nerfing everything is a problem. Let's find a happy medium somewhere in between. Yeah, this isn't a happy medium for me at all because when when your player base, like he's talking about, when your player base is like, hey, we have a new gun. And their first reaction is, how long until this gets nerfed? You're doing something fundamentally wrong, in my opinion. Your, your, your player base should not be tentatively wondering when their favorite gun is about to go away. Unless, unless, it's because there's another gun coming out that's better. Not because this gun is worse, but because another gun comes out that's better. Like I said, uh, you know, hey, you know, the whisper has been nerfed. But what if they left the Whisper alone? And what if the Gallahorn came back? What if the Icebreaker came back? You know, they're not necessarily better or worse. They're just different. I, I, I would use the Icebreaker 100%. I would use Gallahorn 100%. You know, if there's another exotic that, you, that we had in the past, or if there's another exotic that we don't even know is coming, and it happens to be better than the Arbalesk or, or the Outbreak Perfected, I'm going to use it. But not because they nerfed the Arbalesk or the Outbreak. It's just because it's a different gun. It's a better gun. It, it does different things that I enjoy. Not because you forced me to use something because you want me to. You see what I'm saying when it comes to that? Uh, just there's, there's ways to get around this without having to nerf weapons. There's ways to get around it without having to buff weapons. Come up with weapons that just do different things. That's why Borderlands was so amazing. You had guns that just do different things. They're not necessarily better or worse than another one. They're just different. They're fun in their own way. As an example, you know, it's not a perfect example, but it's the one that I came up with that I think fits the situation that we're in. Stop nerfing guns. Just give us different options. How hard is that? 
I was going to say one thing that we didn't discuss was the heavy ammo being inconsistent. Now, maybe that's a reason why they mentioned it casually in the TWAB or on Twitter a couple of weeks back that they are looking into heavy ammo since or since that we used to have from Destiny 1. Maybe that's going to play a significant role with these heavies that are being altered. Do you think that could be something that they are planning, but they just haven't told us yet? Um, I haven't noticed any heavy ammo, heavy ammo inconsistencies. I've almost always got full heavy. So, okay. oh, no, okay, you know, standby. It's because, you know, all of my people all have three stacks of special ammo finder and two stacks of heavy ammo finder. So that probably has something to do with it. So Possibly. My statement, <laughs> I prepared for lack of heavy ammo. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I've, I've heard throughout the community, lots of people say it's very inconsistent. You know, they're running the builds that you can get extra ammo drops, but nothing's dropping. You can go through a whole strike without something dropping. And, yeah, I mean, sometimes that's happened to me, but I don't rely too much on the heavy. It's, it's like you say, it's only something that you when you get to the boss that it's something that's reliable. Right. It, it definitely for me seems to be who I'm playing with. There's certain people looking at you, Pan. When he's around, I get no heavy. It never drops. I remember sitting on Mars doing isolation protocol, trying to get finish out heavy kills with something, and it just will not drop for me, no matter what I do. Then the moment he leaves, the heavy starts flowing again. <laughs> so there's so there's definitely just some random. And again, I haven't changed my loadout. I haven't changed anything else. So there. I mean, maybe it's just my my terrible RNG and terrible luck in this game with my Titan. That could very well be the case. I am perfectly willing to accept that as an explanation. But yeah, there's definitely a, sometimes the heavy flows like, you know, wind down a river of gold and sometimes you're going, okay, I saw a heavy brick. I think it was like 2014 when I saw it last, but I, st- I know I saw one. It was here. Okay. Yeah, so it, I, there definitely needs to, to be a feast and famine. I need to stop you. Okay. Where in the <laughs> have you ever seen a flowing river of wine down a river of gold? I want to go to that place <laughs> um, immediately. I'm pretty sure Callus has that in the Leviathan. You, you didn't pass that when you were when you were underneath roaming around the last time you followed some guy who said, "Good, don't worry, guys. I know the way through the underneath here. I know the not way through of the underneath. gold. I will I've get seen you. The I will get you into this of wine, but not of we need gold. to be in. Oh, it's down there. I'm, I'm sure we passed it one day trying to follow someone who told us he knew the way through, and four hours later we were still wandering around in circles. <laughs> it's, it's down there. It, it's in the Leviathan. Go look for it. That is interesting. The other thing that Bungie said about the exotic armor pieces where they want people to rely more on their teammates for orb generation and things like that. Now, I'm not sure if it's just me, but relying on teammates in strikes... Worst thing ever. Yeah. I mean... Oh, yeah. You get very few and far between orbs drop. You know, you may get one or two, but they're really small. They don't help you progress your super that much. So I think that's one of the reasons why people rely so much on their own super generation and these exotics to generate their own supers because unlike destiny one where where you worked as a team like in kingsfall you worked as a team you got like you said earlier that the hunters did the tether at the beginning of um the oryx fight then the titans would then drop their bubbles then you'd have other people generating to then refill the tethers up for the hunters and it would work like that you'd work as a team these days you don't seem to get that i mean i haven't been in the raid as such for last wish and scourge of the past but callus it kind of worked like that with the tethers and the orpheus rigs again that was a bit more teamwork but 
it was very few and far between what you were putting out for the hunters to then pick up. The hunters were relying on having the Orpheus rigs on to regenerate their own supers. So I think that's where some of the problem lies. I mean, we've got some orbs generating from masterworked weapons these days. You know, you get two kills, you get an orb to drop. But again, I'm not sure if that's if I get a kill, that's an orb for everybody else that drops, or if it's just for me on my screen. No, it's for everybody. You 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 drop orbs of light. Period. Okay. I mean, yeah, no. yeah, the orbs are out there for everyone. So maybe they're optimizing a little too much for the raid and the raid encounters where you're, you know, match-made activities, or I'm sorry, non-match-made activities where you're supposed where you're supposed to go in with the team and everything else that you are playing match-made and you may go in with the team and maybe two of you, or yeah, you may be there with two other people who are going to sprint ahead and you might see an orb here and there. So I wonder if, you know, sort of like we were talking about, you know, talking about before of going going about the, let's optimize the game towards the guys playing 10 or 12 hours a day versus the casual folks. Now maybe we're optimizing a little too far for raid activities and team-based activities and sort of at the expense of the person playing with one person, you know, in a three-person activity or just trying to play solo. See, they, they, that, that's the key word I wanted to, 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 to talk about, playing solo, right? Unless I'm playing with my clanmates or I'm doing something like Gambit or a raid, I'm always solo. Because you go out, you go you go to all the planets, you're doing that all by yourself most of the time, right? You go and get in your powerful gear, most of the time you're doing it by yourself. Or I am, sorry, I am. Um, whenever I go uh, do my heroic missions, I'm by myself. Whenever I go do multiple things in this game, like I said, outside of Gambit or raids, I'm by myself. There's no match made. You know, there's no things happening. You, you're either playing with your friends or you're playing alone. So the fact that they're saying, oh, well, we need you to depend more on teammates. Yeah, well, there's a lot of activities where you don't have teammates, Bungie. That's why people like me have always depended on ourselves only, you know, with the Orpheus rigs or the the Phoenix protocol or fill in the blank. You know, because we need to take care of ourselves because there's nobody else around. <laughs> there's, a, there's no matchmade activity. There are no people helping us. So we have to get it on ourselves for ourselves. Oh, Jesus. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rant has slowly gone downhill and Respawn has slowly given up. <laughs> I was talking to a good friend of mine. He's a longtime Destiny player. He's done trials. He does raids. Or he used to do trials and raids, celestial talents. Now, when I was talking to him and explaining what's happened in Destiny, because he's kind of slowly moved away from it in the last couple of months and actually uninstalled Destiny 2 from his Xbox and his PC, that's when it becomes a worry. You've got a long term Destiny player that in Destiny 1, he owned it on the Xbox, he owned it on the PlayStation. He was very dedicated to playing on both. You know, he had friends on both and he would play every day, every week kind of thing. Trials at the weekend, you know, grab a couple of people and just play. And he found that really fun. Destiny 2 comes along. And I think the amount of times that Destiny has changed and it's not got to the state of Destiny 1, that's kind of knocked him back. So I see his views of where he's coming from. And I think a lot of the community are feeling the same thing. He he actually quoted you on the 
podcast respawn. He was saying, like somebody said on the podcast, it was pointless later in the week trying to level up for the raids because he couldn't level up fast enough to get into the raid on like whatever day it was, three or four days after the reset. So he likes the idea of the fact that the raid's going to come on day one. He says the real problem is that no one uses other exotics because they're not good enough. Again, that's something we've said, but it does seem to be something that the community are saying as a whole. Nobody wants to use those other ones because they're not good. They need to buff things, not nerf. I mean, he said fast draw and reload speed on so- for sidearms. That's not an exotic. You know, throwing fusion grenades further and exploding on impact. He says you're having a laugh. Well, and then you have exotics that are largely pointless, like the Helm of Saint-14, which was a mainstay in Destiny 1. And now in D2, it's like, yeah, if if you ever throw your bubble up, yeah, blinding some folks, maybe it's decent if you're running a Reckoning build with, with the Helm of Saint-14 to slow the edge down. Bubble, but there, there's not really... If you have a bubble at this point, most of the time you're just trolling. Right, yeah. It, it, it just gets blown you, up very quickly. Exactly, not yeah. Just, I mean, you not just that, but now... Out of the game. The Eternal but now, Warrior. instead of using your shield, right? Instead of using your Titan regular shield where people can shoot through and get extra damage, now you're blocking all of the damage from going out of the shield. Yeah, now you're putting <laughs> up in front of your teammates to blow them up. I mean, let's talk about the Eternal Warrior. It's a cool-looking stone mask that gives you an overshield when you activate your Fist of Havoc. And also, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why, why would I use some of these things? Verity's Brow, this Warlock Helm... You know, energy weapon kills boost grenade recharge rate for you and nearby allies. Yeah, okay. There's, you know, I look at these exotics and I think, okay, there's maybe there's a situation that these would be useful in other than the Aeon safe swift ones. <laughs> I can't yeah. think of what that situation would be. I mean, and, and there's even, you know, like there's even like Ash and Wake, you know, the fusion grenades now explode on impact and gain the increased throw speed, like you were saying. Why would I ever use those? Like, I've got a couple of those in my vault. I forgot they're there. Why would I ever, ever think about these again? You know, you, you look at these exotics. There's so many that you've, you know, I looked at my collection of exotics of things I've gotten to drop sometimes more than once. And I just can't think of a situation I would ever, ever use them. That's why we, that's why we go back to the one or two exotics we, we use and know and love. It's, you know, there are certain things I forgot existed because why would I use it? Cause there's either an exotic that does it better, like mask of the quiet one. And when I mask, or there's just no reason to use the thing. Why use the exotic slot for something silly? I think the only time that people have ever changed their load up and get this for fun was a couple of weeks ago. What did we have? The revelry. People changed up their loadouts. They had different exotics on because they found that those exotics paired with the revelry essences managed to make the builds more fun. And that's where destiny are going wrong that's where bungie are going wrong is we had the revelry people complained to start off with and it's understandable when competitive completely understandable but the rest of the game you were finding people that could solo the last wish raid you found that you could solo the dungeon a lot easier there was other things that you could do and have different play styles and different loadouts i mean we featured a hell of a lot of them and they were good fun, all of them. And it was for three weeks. And it was amazing. You know, I used exotics that I'd never thought I'd use. And everybody tried something different. My friend was saying, this is where they seem to have lost the idea that exotic doesn't mean more powerful than a legendary. 
It should right. be a different way to play than a legendary. It's very similar to what you said previously, Respawn. Mm-hmm. Keep exotics exotic. And you know, there's some other ones you can have fun with, or that we would have fun with if certain things were different, like um, uh, the the sealed Ahamkara grasps. Grasps. Those. Okay. So um, dealing melee damage, not kills, damage reloads your currently equipped weapon. And what I was doing for a while is I had the raid shotgun with trench barrel and then the escalation shotgun with trench barrel. <laughs> I was just going to town with this thing, man. Because not only do you melee to uh, get that buff active again, but with these with these gauntlets, you also reload your weapon. So you're just boom, 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 whack, boom, 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 whack. Boom, boom, boom. And you never have to worry about reloading because all you got to do is melee something. And it's it's really good, except the thing that you would use it most on, a.k.a. bosses, will stomp your <laughs> away. <laughs> so that would be an exotic I would use actually quite a bit if the bosses didn't have the stomp mechanics, man. Because yeah. just imagine, I don't need the whisper if I can just go up and just lay into this guy <laughs> without stopping. But no, they took the fun away from the... Oh, that's another thing they nerfed, is the trench barrel perk. Paul went out for trench barrel. Yeah. See, he he also says that he wouldn't mind seeing a trade-off now. He used to be against it, but now he doesn't seem that it's a bad idea. You know, it'd be nice to see some changes in PvP. Good or bad, just some changes. And to bring him back to the game, he said they need to release a Forsaken-sized expansion for free with all Destiny 1 raids, and monthly PvP balances guaranteed. And that's the only thing that we're bringing back to D2, possibly D3. And I think like him, a lot of the players, a lot of my older friends that have now moved on, all feel this way. And I think this is something that's affected the community, that we had a bigger community towards the end of Destiny 1, and they've alienated half of that community by implementing silly changes and silly nerfs and then we split the player base by putting it on pc yes you could argue we had xbox 360 and playstation 3 and there was four to start off with and now we're only down to three but i think that split the player base even further because the people that were on playstation or xbox and wanted those higher frame rates then moved over to there and it only seems to be the youtubers and the streamers that are still there he says that he genuinely feels cheated by this season past. He understood that it would be more frequent and smaller updates, but the amount of content in this has, has been pathetic. And what new armor there is only seems to go into Eververse. And it's so frustrating as even the blues and greens armor is sitting right there. Just make legendary versions of it. And if he was a betting man, he'd say that when they knew of the split with Activision, 99% of the resources moved to D3. I want to point out this is observations from somebody that doesn't play the game anymore. He, I don't think he's played it for at least six months. You know, right. he, he even went back to Destiny 1 the other week, he said, and, and just played um, that for a bit of fun. So if this is somebody that's moved away from the game, that's observing all these issues that other people are talking about, then, you know, he's, he's still keeping in contact with the game, but I, I think they're slowly going to push more and more people away from this game. With what they're doing, slowly, mm. yeah, yeah and only half like. of their fan base. I think you're being generous with those two statements. Yeah, 
Yeah. 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 I mean, it's been eight months. It says since he's, you know, since he's played destiny two. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been a while. And again, there are, but yeah, I'm just looking at the clan list. There are a bunch of other folks who was like, haven't seen in a while either. And again, I, there's certain things and people that I know would play every single day. I would see on all the time. And now, you know, you know, their power levels are sitting at like, you know, low 600s, high 500s, you know, to response point, other games are coming out. There's other stuff to do out there in the world than play this game. And if you're taking, you know, taking the things that were fun away from the game, people are going to go do other things. Hmm. You know, and I, I take it to extreme. I say off your player base because I'm I'm angry. Right. But even if they're just taking away the fun aspect, people aren't upset, but they're just not having fun anymore. You know, with all of this competition you have coming up, why are you alienating the people that you have left? Is this your is this your business practice, Bungie? Because <laughs> if it is, it's not a great one. I gotta the, say, the business practice is to sell shirts and pins. Come on, buy your shirt, <laughs> buy your pin. We got this. I'll let you is tell the people about that afterwards. Exactly. Or your or your ghost sitting on top of your Xbox, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I also was um chatting to Nollister Man on Xbox. He we were just chatting about the game and I said, you know, have you got any feedback that you want to kind of raise on the podcast? And he said, as far as the nerf goes, he really doesn't like what they're gonna to do to the whisper. It's an exotic, that's why that perk should be on it. Since it's not a random roll, but it's a dungeon run, why nerf it? He doesn't have any other strong feelings about the sleeper, mainly because he doesn't use it that often, and he doesn't have Lord of Wolves. Uh, he's bummed about the armor changes, but can kind of understand those. That would be good if they could bring up other exotics. And I think, you know, that is just people that are still playing the game and people that aren't still playing the game kind of all uniting on one front of this is what they want, Bungie. You know, so if you are listening, because somebody from Bungie must have downloaded this podcast just to listen to us rant. I'm guessing. I, I mean, I'm hoping we appear somewhere on Bungie's radar. I mean, we have we have so many downloads already, right? Hmm. <laughs> we're so popular. We get any more downloads, we're going to be famous. We're going to have to pull out, you know, security guards and just watch our backs everywhere we go. It's going to be great. Wait, is that the word? Yes. Yes. So I think that is Respawn's rant and everybody's rant. Apart from Parody, Parody was quite quiet. He was like Captain America tonight. He was, you know, taking it in, trying to be diplomatic. You know, they're they're nerfing a bunch of guns that I don't really use very often. So I know people are upset, but you know, life moves on. Guns are going to change. I just just before we get you know move on to the very last last bit of this, I just wonder what the rationale was behind. You know, you know, they said they wanted to put these things out into the community early, but they basically, you know. They said, okay, let's take some gasoline, let's dump it on this fire, and let's walk away from the fire for a week or two. Yeah. Whereas if you would put these nerfs out with all, because you know there's more changes coming to Seas of Options. There's going to be lots of other changes to guns and armor and new content. You know, put put the stuff out in addition to all of that other content so people have all of this to talk about. And now we're just talking about, hey, you're taking away these things we know and love and enjoy. And, there's, and, you, and you really haven't said anything else. You know, there's new stuff coming. But we, you haven't given us any details. It's just, here's what you're you, taking away, period. Do you remember back in D1? The, uh, I mean, back then, I know they couldn't do individual Way weapons because they, they didn't have the, the ability to do it at the time. But I actually quite enjoyed uh, one month, pulse rifles would be on top. And then pulse rifles would be nerfed as, as a whole. And then snipers would be on top. 
and then snipers would get nerfed and then shotguns and then yada 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 well not shotguns but yeah yeah more 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 constant changes to the meta sort of like what celestial talons was saying you know i want to see more more changes yeah. or, or when they do i don't want to see i don't want to see exotics nerfed i want to see the classification of that weapon get nerfed so that other things come up or maybe not even nerfed but this week Auto rifles are buffed. They get an extra 30% damage. Holy moly. Um, next month, uh, yeah, now everybody that wants to use shotguns, now they have a 50% buff for the month. Right, Woo! yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's what we were sort of asking for. He's saying, you know, Bungie, you hit upon a good thing with the revelry. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't perfect, but it was a good idea. You know, let's let's take the meta and just dump it on his head. Even if it's, yeah, let's let's take a certain weapon class and say this week, you know, this entire class of weapons will be buffed. This week, helmets are going to do this extra perk. This, you know, this week, this month, whatever. You know, we're going to make these big changes, and we don't. We obviously don't want Bungie just to say we're going to take these guns away. We're going to nerf these things out of the blue. But with the revelry, you know, we've they have a way to make these changes in a way that makes the player base happier, or at least don't feel quite so forced and quite so arbitrary. Here's a change. Here's what's happening to it. Go enjoy it. Go play with it. If it sucks, it'll change later on. Instead of forcing it on us, you know, letting us as the player base make the change of what we want to use and what loadout we want to run. Yeah, because, I mean, just imagine for a second if that would happen, right? Um, let's say, for example, the week that I, I said auto rifles, auto rifles get a 30% buff. How many more Titans are you going to see with Armamentarium running, you know, uh, the Cerberus or the Hardlight with, with the, uh, you know, no damage fall off? I mean, fill in the blank. Very few, I'm guessing. What? They'll put the Actium War Rig on instead. <laughs> I knew oh. you were going to say that. <laughs> what did I say? Did I say Armamentarium? Armamentarium. Oh, yeah. my God. I knew well, what you I meant. But, yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, totally. If, if oh, we can get Actium so War Rig to drop auto rifles rifle out. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there are so many good auto rifles out there that, that, that need some love too. Not just because they're all right in the current meta, make them the damn meta again or scout rifles. <laughs> Although that was the meta when we first started this game and that was a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> geez, you know, just whatever, just make, just buff certain classifications of weapons because that'll make people change the weapons that they use and the exotics that they wield. At least in a percentage and they'll be happy about it because you haven't taken away any of the favorite toys. You've just brought up other things for them to play with for a while. That's a much better way of doing things. In my opinion, if you have a different opinion, let us hear from you. That's what I think. Yeah. It'd be nice to hear anybody else's opinions on these situations. And then we can speak about them on the podcast, but I've just got this vision in my head of this week's TWAB and they're all in a room. And they're just kind of pushing that one person forward, going, "You do, you you deal with them. Go on, you 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 write it this week. You you, you apologize. You you, know, you, you tackle you what they're going to press gonna... the button. I don't, I don't yeah. want to press the button. Yeah, you, you put your name to it this week so that they contact you on Twitter. You press the button. I'm going on vacation. I'm going to be out until the season of opulence launches. I have a long term vacation coming up. Where <laughs> you can deal with a few bit. Yeah, I just again, if, if they had pushed these changes or you know, announced these changes with everything else coming in the season of opulence, even if it wasn't that much, just there's more content. You know, that's why that's why people put out bad news on you know Friday afternoon, especially if there's another big news cycle going on. But you've given you know again, you've dumped the the gasoline on the fire and walked away from the fire because there's nothing else 
in this twelve to latch onto. It's not like here's here's a raid right along. Here's details of what's coming next. It's here's what we're taking away from you. Here's what we're breaking. Here's what we're depriving you of. Come back next week. There will be more, and we're all going. No, no, we don't want more. We'd like less. Less is good. <laughs> I honestly don't think that they thought that there was going to be this amount of backlash. They knew there was going to be some backlash, but I think it it does oil boil down to the whisper. I think they're getting confused. Like they see celebrities getting all this bad publicity, and then the celebrities end up in more movies because they're getting publicity. Their names are out there. Bungie, that's not how this works with video games. Negative publicity doesn't make you more famous. It just makes people hate you more. So if that's the route you're going down, please stop. You're not helping yourself. I'm sorry. Okay. I think we'll draw a line under it for this week. If anything else comes up, we can discuss it next week. Parody, would you like to finish off the TWAB for this week? I would love to rep Trevor, because now that we're without Activision, we've got Trevor. Trevor, our friendly neighborhood robot that wants to murder you, and he wants to murder you and then give you a t-shirt. And by give you, I mean, please buy Trevor's t-shirt. You can memorialize the horror with a fancy new Trevor shirt from the Bungie store. Even if you haven't completed the Zero Hour mission and are just a big fan of killer robots, you can still buy the shirt. If you ventured too deep into the old tower, buy the shirt. You may have awoken something in the darkness, buy the shirt. A terrifying machine of unknown purpose who now haunts our nightmares with a red glow now has a shirt of his very own. Go to the Bungie store. You can buy the Trevor shirt. You can wear the Trevor shirt around. And since everyone has given up on the game, they'll go, what are you wearing and what does that mean? There's also a Destiny player support forum. Go there, get help. About Trevor, about shirts, about wearing shirts, about is Destiny. That, is that your Find Trevor safe all space? the help you can need. <laughs> exactly. Go to the help forum and say, I'm seeing nightmarish killer death robots in my dreams. I have the shirt. It didn't help. Maybe buy two shirts. Maybe buy four shirts. Maybe buy one for your entire clan. Trevor has shirts. Destiny needs your shirt money. Give Bungie <laughs> your shirt money. Buy Trevor shirts. And we also have a tale of two flashpoints. So last week on Weekly Reset... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I want to talk about Trevor. No, Just, we're, we've passed on. We've moved on, Trevor. Trevor, no, 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 haunt, he's haunting no. your dreams. Do no, you have the a, shirt? Have you bought the Trevor shirt? Can you I answer you? You're no. asking questions. You're not waiting for the answers. That's how um, this works. This is the dictatorship. <laughs> so, we, we honest, have all the power honestly, here. though, honestly, did Trevor... <laughs> he's muted himself. Oh, it wasn't himself. Did Trev? Yes, Trev did. Whatever he did. Hang on, yes, we can hear you typing. Oh, well, don't, yeah, don't be an ass and mute other people. <laughs> anyway, but no, did, did anybody Sorry. else legitimately get scared the first time Trevor snuck up on him? Oh my god, I rounded a corner and he was right there. It was all I could do to say, all right, Trevor, I succumb to you. I'm dead now. No, no, I, I didn't say anything. He he scared me out of my chair. Because when I went in there the first time, I didn't know what to expect. They're just like, oh, it's chasing me. And I didn't, I didn't know what the maze looked like or what the hell Trevor was. So I popped down, and I'm running around, you know, trying to find these buttons. And then I turn, and um, I, 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 I turn around. And behind me, at the end of the tunnel, he just popped in with this big red thing. And it scared the hell out of me, man. I was like, what I jumped out of my seat a little bit, you know? And then what made it even worse is I was by the exit, so I went in the exit thinking that I would be safe. 
even though the door wasn't open? He did. And, no and, and here's the worst part. Yeah, here's the that. worst part. He turns down the exit and he stopped moving so I could see the little gnarly teeth. And then he came after <laughs> me. It's like he gave me a chance to, to realize the mistakes that I've made. <laughs> he killed me. Repent. <laughs> repent before the almighty Trevor. Now, the real question is, <laughs> the next time they bring the, the, the forest back, is Trevor going to be the thing that chases you through the forest like Chad the Giant Knight? You're going to turn around and there's Trevor barreling down on you from behind as you're trying to jump through the puzzles. Yeah, I think he would be way scarier than that knight. The, the knight, you know, he was big and you saw him coming, but Trevor, he just kind of sneaks around corners. And you don't even notice Trevor until you, like, you jump up a stairwell and then there he is just waiting for you. <laughs> you know, he's all nonchalant just waiting for you and then he gets you. Oh man! Hey, buddy. I don't know if that was here often. It's time to die. If if they designed him like that on purpose, that way, if you thought the exit was the safe space, and then he would pause just long enough for you to realize what happened. If that was intentional, that's freaking genius. Because that's exactly what I thought. I was like, I've made terrible, terrible life choices, and then he just ate me. (laughs) Oh man! It was funny. It was good. I don't know if it was intentional. If it was, great. If it was just accidental. I hope others can can feel the terror of that moment when you're just waiting. Is he is he gonna leave? What's he doing? And then rah, 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 rah. it's like, oh god, oh, it hurts. Waiting for you to be slightly content, thinking you're safe. No, Trevor's behind you. Trevor's behind you right now. He's watching, waiting, standing in the room in the corner, ready to murder you. Unless you buy the Trevor shirt, because Trevor will save all of those wearing his shirt, because he knows you are a true follower and devout supporter of Trevor. All hail the mighty Trevor. The cult of Trevor. Enjoy the cult of Trevor. So go buy your Trevor shirt. It's at the Bungie store. Bungie needs money to make video games. Trevor needs more, you know, blood and guardian bits for his Trevorly demise. I don't know. Go buy shirts. They're out there in the world. And now so you, you we have just a tale said of buying shirts will save you. And now you're saying go buy shirts because he wants more blood. You just gave very mixed messages there, man. That's what we're here for. We're not here for quality information. We're here for entertainment. Entertainment? <laughs> Question mark? Someone's being entertained. You, me, the people. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. All right. So we have a tale of two flashpoints. So last week on the weekly reset of May 7th, certain players who logged in immediately after the 10 a.m. Pacific reset were assigned to the EDZ as a weekly flashpoint. But everyone else who logged in after 10.30 received Titan as their weekly flashpoint. And for those of you not in the Pacific region, add 30 minutes to whatever your reset is. That's when it was. So following this week's reset on the 14th, we expect all of our players to be realigned. And everyone should see the same flashpoint moving forward. Pardon our dust. So 50-50 shot, 80-20, whether we'll all see the same flashpoint. So we'll see what happens. We should all end up on the same flashpoint this week. And uh, I think we've beaten Outbreak Perfected to death. We have final thoughts. We all have the weapon. It's dead. We're moving on with life. Oh, it is not dead. It's definitely oh, not, no, 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 it's not dead. dead. Trevor, it's not dead Trevor came around the corner and murdered it. No, that gun is amazing. So we, we took you through the mission last week, didn't we, Parody? You've now got the gun. You've had a bit of time to play with it. What do you think? I think it's a lot of fun. It's, it's very stable. It's what I imagine... The hand cannons are on PC that the console players don't have. Yeah. Because yeah, you right. can, it's, it's very similar to using, uh, like the, honestly, it's very similar to using an auto rifle where you're just like, I'm going to point this gun in this direction and, you know, not hold the trigger down, but just have, tap that trigger and it's going to hit the same target over and over and over. There's almost no recoil to it. 
It's, I'm going to kill that thing over there and enjoy the little nanite swarms because who doesn't love a nanite swarm when they're not trying to murder you or push you out of the place you're trying to stay in at the Wrath of the Machine raid? Nanite swarms against other people, I am into. So it's it's been great fun playing around with it. I've had haven't had a ton of time to play with it this week, but I've I brought in the Iron Banner, I brought into the strikes, I played a little bit of Gambit with it. It's just a fun gun. It's a fun gun that has a fun perk, and it's just yeah, it's just stupidly stable, which I really enjoy. Right. Wait till you actually get in a party where everybody's got one. That becomes cancer. And I think I played that Iron Banner match because the other team didn't know what hit them. It's yeah. like, oh, you have a Not Forgotten, you have a you have a Lunas Hound? No, no, we have Nanite Swarms. The tiny little robots, tiny little Trevors are going to cover you, mm. and you're going to be dead. Yeah, and, and you take it into big-time activities where you have final bosses, you really, really notice that. Like, I wasn't joking when I said we one-phased uh, uh, Wrath of the... Not Wrath of the Machine, uh, Scourge of the Past boss. We one yeah. it. I don't think we heard that last week. Yeah. actually. and it was. It's this gun is amazing, especially when you have a full team that has it. So, it's good on its own, like what you're talking about. But it's phenomenal when you have a team with them. It's it's like the Rat Pack plus 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 plus. Right. Yeah. It's like it's what the Rat Pack should have been, or the Aeon armor set should have been. Yeah, and that's what I like. I like having a gun where the effects are almost amplified by just other people having that weapon. Even if the gun itself is not, that's a non inherent perk of the weapon. It's just a more powerful thing. The more people have it. Cause there's so, I feel like there's so few things like that in the game. It's just a lot of fun to run around with the same thing as everybody. Like, so that, that iron banner match I played where, where if everybody didn't have it, it was at least five or six of the people. Cause it was just nothing but nanite swarms everywhere you went. I didn't do that. I didn't do it that time. He muted himself. Okay. We heard we heard all you had to say last week. Well, we heard it. The audience really didn't hear it. But <laughs> honestly, you didn't really miss much. The gun's fabulous, is what you were saying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you. I've played with it in Iron Banner, and it can compete against Not Forgotten's and Lunas at you know good ranges. They can still shoot you from those ranges, and they can still kill you. But I can still at least trade with these these weapons. And you can check out their and friends that are next to them with them too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's what I was looking for in a pulse rifle: something that's stable, and and you know, it, it's sticky with its headshots. That's what I want. I want to be able to, you know, a good range on it and good damage on it. And if you're a good, highly skilled player, it's going to work wonders for you. It's, it's really worth getting. And if you haven't checked out all the linked videos that we put in last week, go and check them because there was an extra one that I put in there that I found just as we were uploading that I think it it may have been Cool Guy did a a video on there's a, a secret perk for the weapon. And I can't remember what it is now. But it's I did link that last week. That secret. We won't even tell you. Go watch the video and yeah, then you'll learn. Go watch the video. You'll never believe what happens next. Yeah. After doing a lot of testing, a lot of uh, in-game testing and private match testing, he's 99.9% sure that it's that perk that is, that's hidden on the weapon. So go watch that and, yep, yeah, have a go at trying to do that. I will also link, there will be a link to this week's arc puzzle. So... Even if you miss it this week, at least you've got a link to it when it comes up again um, for the heroic version. FYI, just verified, it is cool guy. Cool. 
News, info, tips and tricks. The news, a little bit of bad news, come from Cosmo on Reddit. Um, he's just confirmed that all the feedback will be reported back to Bungie. And the community's reaction is understood. He also says that the changes listed in the TWAB are definitely going ahead in next week's update. Oh, sorry, are definitely going ahead to the next update. He'll be taking the feedback from the players who are responding to the changes on paper and will continue to take feedback after players get the weapons slash armor in their hands and are able to test them for themselves. And I will link the Reddit posts for those if you wanted to contribute to those. And that right there is Bungie's problem in a nutshell. The changes listed in the TWAB are definitely going into the next update. He'll be taking feedback from players, though. So basically, I hear you. I'm going to do what I want anyway. Ha 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 ha. I suppose he can't, re- he can't really do what he wants. The company are doing what they want, well, uh, or what they've planned. And he's just, unfortunately, the um, community manager yeah. for that. Oh, and that was an interesting point. And I don't remember. I watched a couple of videos this week, and I don't remember who it was saying this. But, you know, they brought it. Was, I think it might have been Datto. Brought up an interesting point where, you know, this content, you know, Bungie doesn't say, you know, we finish Seasons of Opulence on Sunday. We push it live to you on Monday. This goes through channels at Sony, channels at Microsoft. There's QA work that has to be done. There's stuff to load into the Microsoft system. You know, this this content is probably already locked and loaded for delivery. If they were to make any changes, it would push the release date back weeks, if not months, to go through this whole process again. I mean, how many games have you heard of being held up because they're sitting in Microsoft's, you know, QA processes or Microsoft's uh, processes to get out to players? You know, this content's locked and loaded. It's coming to us. They can make changes to future content, but this is coming because there's some kind of lead time on just pushing that content out to the you know big player bases on all three platforms. So again, even if they wanted to make changes, they can't without a huge delay. And better to get the content into players' hands, let them play with it, and say, okay, by June 4th release, we actually meant uh, August 15th release. Sorry. You're right, but at the same time, this would be fixed if they asked us or brought the changes to our attention before they actually implemented them. You know? Yeah. Which is what we said earlier with when Cosmo used to ask, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Can we have some feedback right. on what this does? If that had happened six months ago, we might not have been in the situation that we're in now. Yeah, where everybody's leaving the game. Yeah. And maybe it yeah. did happen when all the all the streamers went to Bungie and said, yeah, this all sounds like great things. Who knows? <sighs> Yeah, like they said with the original D2. <laughs> I don't think they said anything that this is going to be great when it comes to nerfs, because I don't think they knew about nerfs. Now, they knew about new maps, new game modes, new weapons. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Also, we're going to nerf everything into oblivion. Wait, what? So, moving on to our tips and tricks section, we've got a few rays of light that come through in the Destiny community, and I've got a couple of videos for you on hand cannons. So, if you are worried about the Lunas Howl, and not forgotten, or even if you don't have the weapons and you want to have a weapon that's very similar or want to compete against these weapons in the Crucible now that they're going to be a bit more prevalent, we have a video from Cool Guy who's done a hand cannon breakdown for tips on PC versus console. And he goes over the 140s and the 150 hand cannons. They're not really used on console due to the various issues, bloom, recall, visual recall, and accuracy overall. But he says the console crowd stick to precision hand cannons which are the 180s normally due to the ease of use so in the video he goes over why this is he compares the console and pc with footage and for the 140s and the 150s 
he goes over his top five that he uses and he uses them every day and he hopes to help others get better at using them. So he goes over four shooting techniques in the video for console players to help you get better at using the weapons. And he even breaks down what weapons are prevalent in it's like console and PC. So in the first position on console for kinetics, we have the Bygones at 14.56%. We've got Dust Rock Blues at number two with 13.8%. Arbalist, new one there, at number three with 5.5%. Last Word at four with 4.58%. And Surus Regime at five with 2.93%. And then with the energy weapons on console, you've got Lunas Howl in first position with 28.69%. The Recluse is in second position at 17.11%. Not Forgotten is number three with 5.86%. Last Perdition which is the pulse rifle you can get from Shanks at 0.71%. And Trust is at number five with 0.38%. And then he points out that the Ace of Spades isn't even in the top five on console. You know, So this nerf that's coming is primarily for PC players, but it will still affect console players because it's an overall update that's happening. But on PC, for Kinetics, you've got Ace of Spades, which is 40.19%. Last Word is number two, with 20.14%. Blast Furnace is three, with 4.96%. Arbalest at number four, with 1.3%. And Thorn is number five, with 039 So there's a very big difference with what's on console and what's actually on PC. Yeah, and there's a huge... I mean, we've huge... even got a shotgun on console. Yeah, there's yeah. I mean, Bygones was was not even was fourteen and a half percent at number one slot, and then Ace of Spades forty percent. Last word twenty percent on PC. That's a. It's interesting, just the huge numbers on those two two weapons. And I wonder, is that because most of the streamers are on are on PC, or is that are those just the are weapons that good on PC versus console? That was sorry, just really interesting they're, they're numbers. Good. Because console, you it's know, like you were, is a little more spread out. With, yeah, they're definitely that. It's good. like you were saying with. Um, Outbreak Prime or Outbreak Perfected, where it's a, just a laser beam. The the hand cannons, the 150s, the 140s, are like laser beams on console. Even the last word, when that first came out, they showed the difference between console and PC, and it's night and day. Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, it's got to be. I mean, I mean, sixty percent of people are using two guns in their primary slot, and the third gun down is at barely, you know, not even five percent. That's craziness. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. It's- which exactly. is why it's going to be touched. So just to finish off the energy for PC, number one position, you've got the Recluse, 18.30%. Lunas Howl at number two with 4.48. Retold Tail, which is 0.74. Mindbender's Ambition at number four with 0.3. And Not Forgotten at number five with 0.18. So that's a very interesting video. And... I'm going to watch it a couple of times just to see if it does help me because where I'm going for to try and get my Lunas, um, I'd like to also give a shout out to the guys that actually helped me towards the end. I was at uh, 1,500 glory points and I managed to join a an LFG team that were just like all around the same pointage and we all helped each other get to the 2,100. So KWars01, Ginger Cheetah 89 Lonely Coleslaw, Golden Freddy 996. Um, 
Thank you hey, for hey, that, that helping me get to 2100. Streamer advantage that you're giving out right now. <laughs> they they helped oh, out a, they helped out a podcast and so now they get call outs. Oh my god, hey, that's not fair. No, I didn't even they tell them I was on a podcast. podcast. Yeah. It's fine. They have no idea who we are. No, you don't even if you're listening <laughs> to the podcast, email hotmail.com and tell Respawn how wrong he is about everything in life. And I, I want to apologize to K-Wars because I'm sorry I didn't follow him on that last map and I really upset him. He quit out the, the game. And I do apologize. I should have followed him and I shouldn't have been using my Soros. I should have been using a hand cannon. You were you were just one of the two point nine three percent of people using the Suros, that's all. Mm. Exactly. The other video that I have, which I found quite interesting, was by ZK Mushroom. He's done a video on the West of Sunfall Seven hand cannon. And this was a weapon that you obtained from Brother Vance on Mercury in the Curse of Osiris DLC by completing Lost Prophecy verses one to seven, hence the seven at the end of the name. So if you don't have the weapon, um I've got a video guide on how to get the weapon. It's there's a little bit of a grind because you have to go through one to seven to actually get it, but it is worth it in the end. And that video is by Moldog Gaming, and that's how to do the Lost Prophecy verses. But going back to ZK Mushroom, he points out that West of Sunfall Seven, that hand cannon is an alternative 180 RPM hand cannon to the other 180s that are out there. And the perks are auto loading holster with a choice between high caliber rounds, accurized rounds, or extended mag. Now, it has an aim assist of 79, which is the same as the Pinnacle Crucible weapon, not forgotten. And to top it off, it has the maximum recoil direction of 100%. Now, I believe not forgotten is only 90, so it has that an extra 10% max recoil direction. And again, it's a 180. It's not going to be nerfed. It's not going to be touched. So maybe this is one that you've got in your collection. Maybe it's one that you could go and do through doing the Brother Vance stuff. Pull out, have a go. I've pulled mine back out of the collection, and hopefully, I'm going to take it into Crucible the end of this week and see if I can get my Lunas, because that's the last step that I'm on is precision hand cannon kills. Seventy six, I think I need to get. I'm stopped while Iron Banner was on, um, so I'm going to go back and do that. The other couple of videos that we have are True Vanguard has done a video on the main ingredient fusion rifle. So this is an alternative to the Erentel fusion rifle that everybody seems to be trying to get from the gunsmith his role of the weapon has backup plan under pressure and ionized batteries and he explains why it's a good alternative to some of the exotic fusion rifles that you can get and it's a good counter to shotguns with and he shows you that with some of the gameplay we also have another video by deicide who's done a wizen rebuke god roll video so if you've been playing iron banner this week and you've got your wizen rebukes to drop finally I think I had about 10 drop in about three days. It was ridiculous. They were just farming them out to me. And I have saved quite a few of them. In Deicide's video, he goes over several things for bulk damage, TTK stats, uh, is it worth the grind, range test, first and fourth, first to fourth column perk guide, potential god rolls, the base stats, and is it better than the, better than the Erentil. That's worth a look if you've actually got any of these weapons to, if you've got the wizard to drop so yeah it's it's a good guide for another god roll weapon cami cakes has a really good video on a surus and shotty build for the hunter respawn i'm listening good so the videos that he's he's doing recently he's doing ones on the catalysts that are dropping for him and he's completing the catalysts 
where he's doing a video on that weapon. So he's currently just done the Suros, hence the reason why he's done a Suros Regime video with a shotty. And he's playing on Bottom Tree Arc Strider. He pairs it with the Frosties, which are the exotic boots, if you didn't know. And using combat meditation on the skill tree, so when he's critically wounded, melee and grenades recharge dramatically faster. He also runs a shotgun with threat detector. So when it pops up on the screen on the left-hand side, he can see when he's near an enemy and he can dodge to get free super energy back without even being sight of the enemy. So he's using that as a, a technique to generate more super in a PvP match. And in the video, he shows you gameplay of actually doing that and the build that he's actually got together. So I thought that'd be one interesting for you, Respawn, since you... You like doing different things and seeing how powerful hunters are. <laughs> oh man. I want to say something mean, but I'm not awake enough yet. So just just know that you slicked by. Okay. There's karma Thank coming you. back at you soon. I owe you one mean comment. Write it down, make a note, give it to Trevor. <laughs> Trevor will deliver it. It'll be good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Hold on, hold on. Put a sticky note on Trevor. <laughs> that's that's waking up. Just like an IOU just stuck on a sticky note on Trevor's face <laughs> as he's chasing Demon down the hallway. <laughs> Respawn, you're going to log into the game this week and you're going to go to your postmaster and you know who's going to be waiting there for you? Trevor. Trevor. Trevor is your new postmaster. <laughs> Dear sir, I think you've dropped these things. <laughs> we also have two more videos for you for the zero hour mission. Another couple of cheeses for you. If you are struggling with the mission, it's understandable. I struggled with it. Other people have struggled with it. There is a helpful video by Cheese Forever who's done um, a guide on if you are on the heroic mission and you've done and you're doing the jumping puzzle on the outside of the wall where you're jumping from the drain to drain to pipe and then to like the, the little flaps that move in and out of the wall, you'll know which bit if you've actually got there. If you're dying on that part, there is an area just inside the room where you respawn, where you can go underneath a staircase, kill yourself, and you respawn back on the wall on the other side, so you don't have to keep doing the first initial part of the jumping. And in the video, he shows you where to do that. He also has a very interesting video on how to stop enemies from spawning in the boss section at the end of the, the game. So at the end of the mission, uh, if you keep one enemy alive, and just DPS the boss, no more enemies will spawn. And he shows you in his video, they just leave a little vandal running backwards and forwards between the two of them. And um, it's quite fun to watch. So if you want to try that, there's a link for that as well. As I said previous, I've got the video for Fallout, Play Fallout Play's Arc Challenge video. And two last things. If you are gearing up for Season of Opulence, hopefully you are, and you're all excited, apart from what's just happened. Sweaticles has a Google Doc on a preparation guide for getting ready for the new raid, the Crown of Sorrow, and how to level up really quickly in the six hours. Um, and he breaks it down literally minute by minute what you should be doing when that patch goes live and the preparation that you need to do beforehand to get bounties and get your inventory to the right level of what you will need to do to then do the activities really quickly when the patch hits so that's interesting and houndish also has a video guide on showing you basically what you need to kind of do with these different engrams and different parts of the, of the game to 
get yourself level at the time. So what you're saying is you'll be putting your your A team together to get us through the raid on day one? Yeah. Uh, I will be sending the Google Docs out to all of you. I need you to sign them. Um, It comes with an agreement to say that you will sign your life away for two weeks prior, two weeks after, um, and we will stream this rabble going through and nobody is allowed to quit we have to just keep going nobody's allowed to watch youtube nobody's allowed to watch twitch nobody's allowed to watch mixer we do it blind we're just going to go for it sounds amazing i don't see how this can possibly fail i'm gonna do it tune in in six months from now as we're still trying to make our way through the first (laughs) (laughs) as uh, respawn and i showed we are not great puzzle solvers uh, so I'm not sure we're going to be very good at finding our way through. I don't know a cardboard Listen, box. I uh, never, a paper I never bag. Yeah. To be a great puzzle solver. Puzzle <laughs> solver. I'm just here to kill things and look pretty. All right, that's 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 my do. That's what I do. Well, there you go. Mm. Respawn. What? There is one question I need to ask you. What? How is Thorn? Um, I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the part where I got to do crucible stuff. <laughs> How many weeks ago was it you said you were going to come back next week and tell us all about Thor? Yeah, but then, you know, Arbalesk and Outbreak and these And this and that and this. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just, I watch other people use it and I just, I don't like it. I've seen videos about it and I'm really hard pressed to go out and get the Thorn, which A, in my opinion, is not anywhere. How bad it is. I know I was. All right, all right. I got to work on that this week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I I lagged on it because I had so many new fun toys to play with. But yeah, I will I will genuinely work on it this week. I'll go into the Crucible, do what I need to do, and come back with the stupid gun. Damn it. Okay. I have an update for um, my heaviest death emblem. So this is Death Watch. Dun, dun, dun. I have now completed it. I have 2,500 kills. I have an emblem to say that I was stupid enough to go into Iron Banner. More than 100 light levels lower than people because I needed to get those kills on the people that were 590, 580. So I had to be lower than them. Nice. I was monitoring it right up until the last 10 kills and I was like, on the last five minutes of a burden, we were about 100 points and I was thinking, I've, I've just got to get five more kills. <laughs> five more kills. So I've got two. All you need. Mm-hmm. And then Heavy was open on, um, Ooh. Uh, where was it? It was um, the one from Destiny 1, um, where you've got the big cube in the middle next to B. Mm-hmm. And then you run by the waterfall. Yeah, yeah. I know what I you pick, mean. I can't I think of picked what up the heavy, Picked up the Heavy, and for some reason, because ha- I was played with Pan earlier, I'd had a rocket launcher... Uh, instead of my machine gun and i just turned around to b saw that it was slowly going to the opposite side fired <laughs> a rocket and got three of them and i was like that's nice. it i'm done i've done <laughs> i'm so done i, che- I, I checked it and it went and it was like 2500 i was like thank god for that because if it was 2501 <laughs> i'd have been very upset <laughs> listen mine's sitting at 507 i i've completed zero iron banner bounties this go this time around I haven't even used the burden. I was like, you know, it's just, I, I, I can sort of tell this week was not going to be a good Iron Banner week to start with. And I'm sort of glad I didn't get back on that grind. Cause I would be really mad if I had made like good headway, like the first two days and be sitting at like, you know, close to a thousand or 1200 or something. And yeah. then be like, no, this is just not going to happen. <laughs> this is not a thing. So I'm kind of happy. I just said, you know what? 
there's some things I don't need in life, and this is one of them. It will and be okay. <laughs> I just Pan came back and and said, "Oh, do you want to come play some more Iron Pan?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, okay." And it was it felt so nice just to be at the level of other guardians. And I put on my Gambit gear where I've got like super mods attached uh, with my one-eyed mask, Outbreak yep. Prime, Recluse, and I was tearing it up. At one point, Odie turned around to me and he went, can you just calm down now? Like, <laughs> You're like, no, I finally, I finally am having the power fantasy I wanted to I have this have entire power. time. Yeah. 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 It was, and again, I give him, I give him credit for trying it out, but yeah, it was just like, it was rough. I mean, especially when you're going with people, you know, a hundred light levels above you. Cause but I don't uh, think it's the hundred light levels. It was trying to go below them. So where you've got people at 600, and right, you've got to right. go that extra point lower than them. Right. You're then well, crossing well, over into that well, next damage that. cap. Yeah. 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 True. Yeah. But even that, but it's like, again, you know, I, I haven't played with it this, this time, but when the last one, I'm pretty sure I feel like every time I got killed, it was, you know, the person was 690 to 700. You know, I'd saw very few. Now, granted, maybe the people, you know, on the same level of me as me weren't killing me, but you know, I, I wasn't seeing a whole lot of power drop off from other, from other folks. It was like, I'm doing this alone. It felt like, and no one else is going for this at all, but you know, and no one else had the emblem on to count the kills or anything else. It's like, okay, well this is a thing, but now you're fancy and you've got your 2,500 and, you can wear that proudly and be like, look, I suffered for this. I suffered I hard for this. <laughs> I've finally done it. I've now got my power back. I am happy. We can move on. At any point in time, did you feel as though they were just taking your manhood away from you? <sighs> no, I tell you what, I, this, this really angered me. All right. And I'm going to call this person out, you know, fuck them. Right. I'm go- I'm calling out. I love em. that guy's name, by the way. I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't like him. No, I like his name. He's he's got a good no. name. But I'm sorry. No. Continue. No, no, we do not like plus, him. Plus, if he's <laughs> Nintendo man, I oh sorry for the for everyone else, Night Demon. Uh, <laughs> anybody that can <laughs> is already good in my book. <laughs> he's an Xbox player, and you spell his name F. U-G-M. Now, this player has a not forgotten. This player was 125 light higher than me. He killed me in the last second of the game and then proceeded to teabag me. What is that about? When you are that highly skilled of a player to have a not forgotten, do not teabag somebody at the end of the match unless they are another player that has got not forgotten and you've outdueled them. I can understand that. Emote, that is fair enough. That's what they're in the game for. But teabagging somebody that's 125 light lower than you is just, it's just not cricket. I'm just going to put it out there. There's a lot of things I could say. There are a lot of things that I could say. And I did say after the fact. Um, But we we will just keep it civil. When it it comes to those kinds of things. Us Brits, we keep keep a stiff upper lip. When it comes to those kinds of things, I agree with you 100%. You don't teabag unless there's... Actually, I wouldn't teabag at all. I never do teabag unless somebody really, really... ...in the game. Then I just do it out of spite. But, you know, 99% of the time, I would agree with you wholeheartedly. But the fact that it was you that he did this to, I'm okay with it. In fact, 
I encourage it. Anytime you see Night Demon in a game, even if you just shot him from behind, if, just teabag him. Just because. If I get bagged, they better send me a nice message afterwards and say that you sent them. Because otherwise, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> well, okay, don't send the message. Because the whole, the whole intention no. is... No. So just teabag him. No, because I'll, I'll laugh. I'll laugh if, it, if, it, if it's people doing it under your influence. Yeah. Send yes. respawn the message because respawn. I want respawn to come back with yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple of weeks from now because it takes him about a month to do things with a list of people who've been like, I saw night. I will in the take crucible, screenshots. And I will on put your them in request, Word doc and I will upload them to our next <laughs> podcast. I promise you. Just send me all the messages. With, hey, I teabag, I teabag demon this time this state. I teabag demon this time this state. I teabag. You've got to catch me now. <laughs> now my light's high again. <laughs> I'm not. I am burning. Make it. Make a clip, go to Guardian Guardian Theater, find the clip, send the link to respawn, he will compile what, what them. Is, It'll be amazing. Whilst I'm calling people out for doing wrong. There'll be nobody. We'll Destiny, see what happens. I'm also gonna call out the DDoSers that DDoSed me out of a game in competitive when I'm trying to work towards my twenty one hundred. And this guy goes by the name of Hazumo. He sent me a message just as we're flying in. Hello. And that was it. My Xbox completely shut off. You know, I had a white screen. I could still talk to my team. They were concerned that my my character was still in the game, but nothing was happening. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't fight against this other team. It was just not nice. You know, so Hazumo, you think you've got away with it, but you haven't. You've changed your name. It's now Yella Hero. Well, see, I've followed you a bit more because I'm calling you out for that name as well. And your teammates. That was that soccer dude seven, Discovery Kish, and Jaeger. So all four of you are complete. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even. I'm not even putting the duck quacks in. I'm just leaving <laughs> silent. You all um, know what I mean. So what we've learned today is don't make the Brits angry because they carry a grudge and they will hunt you, much like Trevor, to the end of the earth and beyond. See, Demon is the closet angry one. Right, because I'll just get angry at you and I'll kill you. He he will he will he, he has will stalk a, he has you. a deep seated anger. Down your name changes. He will find out where you live. He will post angry sticking notes all over your Xbox to let you know that he was there. <laughs> just... If you wake up and your car's been keyed in the morning, night demon. If you wake up and your your destiny has been deleted off your Xbox, night demon. If you wake up and you see guitar errors, also not. FYI, demon. if you get any weapons, he has nerfed, more power than you realize. Didn't actually do that. There's just some big conspiracy that Demon has put together to make you think that, that it was Bungie that nerfed all night of your demon. weapons. It was actually Demon. Yeah, FYI, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything here, but uh, I'm also one of this guy's followers. I've already looked him up and friended him. By the way, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> so we we've reached. We've actually reached the end of the show after our little break in between. Thank you for joining us. Your Titans this week have been Parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one responds in real life. You can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. You can find our Facebook page and our YouTube channel by searching two titans and a hunter. Join the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero because frozen with an O owned by Disney, as are all things that you see, Simba. Find your favorite guardians on Xbox Live. Watch the show on YouTube. Listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and everywhere fine podcasts are sold. 
I will leave you from dusk till dawn, dancing the outer dance with my people. Say goodbye, Guardians. Bye, Guardians. Get the hell out of here. Four hundred hours of editing. Uh, so listen, listen. There's a gun in the game called Luna's Howl. It's a pinnacle weapon. It's a really good weapon, right? And your name is Luna. And so what he wants you to do is he wants you to he, he wants you to like make a bunch of like like. You know, I really appreciate how he had, how he says, and your name is Luna. Whatever part she wouldn't quite so, understand or remember. So so, so yeah, he yeah. wants you to do an outro, just doing something random, and he's gonna call it Luna's Howls. Get it? Because it's the gun. And you're an angry wife? <laughs> Do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> anyway. Just waiting for the sound of the gunshot or the frying pan over the head or something. Yeah. He wants you to do something in the mic. To do something. <laughs> she just started. You got to do something so that they can hear you. So she starts dancing. <laughs> Dance is not a great podcast medium, it turns out.